0: Hello everyone, this is Trevor with T-Time Reports. I'm joined here by Logan, and thank you everyone for tuning back into our weekly Power Rankings episode. This is going to be the week two Power Rankings, um, as well as we're going to be discussing our week three predictions for the 2023 NFL season. Uh, Make sure you guys definitely follow us on all social media platforms at T-Time Reports on Instagram, X slash Twitter, Threads, uh, TikTok, and YouTube. All support is greatly appreciated, but I guess we can go ahead and Get into our power rankings here, Logan. It's going to be a little bit different from last yeah. week, that's for sure. But I was thinking for this episode, maybe we could each go over our lists individually okay. and then both comment on, you know, what our thoughts are. So if you wanted to read your power rankings off first, sure. starting from thirty-two.
1: Sure. Yeah. My 30, 32, I have the Bears. Um, yeah. Honestly, the, the the bottom my bottom four teams they're kind of all interchangeable. Um, but to me, the Bears look the worst. Just coaching. Quarterback play, offensive line play, everything. There's just
2: there's not really much
1: to be positive about. And I'm sure if you listen to Brandon's podcast, will probably he he's a Bears fan, obviously. He'll he'll find something that's positive about this and give you a different take on it. And you know, I'm an outside person looking in, but from the outside perspective, they're the worst team in the NFL to me.
0: I agree with that. Um, they're one of yeah, they're one of the worst by yeah. far. And um, the defense is the a defense, big, yeah, big part of that too. Everything.
1: Um, 31. I had the Cardinals. Uh, up, um, so I, I had the Bears. I'm going to go over my movers, like how how high they moved up, how, high they moved, how low they moved down. The Bears are minus three. Um, Cardinals are up 31. They're up one spot from 32 last week. Um, came out and looked good in the first half against my Giants, sadly. Um, Josh Dobbs looked athletic. He was making the throws. James Conner was looking like... Prime James yeah, Conner. Look, no, looking more than that. Looking like prime Najee Harris in, in college. Um <laughs> Yeah, then they just fell apart in the second half. The, you know, they're obviously might be tanking. They blew two leads in two games. Yeah. Um, so, who knows, at halftime, they told, you know, four of the players on defense, hey, miss this tackle, hey, drop this, but whatever, you know. I'm not going to go ahead and say that, but... You never know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, not much else will say in the Cardinals. At 30, I have the Panthers down three spots. Which I agree. They, they, they look like shit. <laughs> and they have no first-round pick.
0: Their defense played okay on Monday night. I'll say that. Yeah. But... You're right. Bryce deep, Young, I know he's a rookie, but... My opinion, the scariest part of that team, like, I expected the offense to be rough because it's a rookie quarterback, but yeah. not this rough. It's bad. But their defense, you know, in week one, is, was terrible. And then, you know, they, they improved, but they need to have a really good defense to be able to support a rookie quarterback.
1: And run game, and the the receivers look mediocre. Like they might have one of the receiving rooms in the NFL. Honestly. DJ
0: Chark should not have left Detroit. <laughs>
1: uh, Adam Thielen's your number one target there, and if he's your number one target at this stage in his career, that's that's. I'm not saying anything bad about Adam Thielen, but he's what 33 years old.
0: Yeah, he's not the guy that you he want. He shouldn't
1: be your number one target at this point in his career. And he's still producing, he still some good catches, which yeah. is crazy. He's he's always he's been good for years.
0: He's a sure-handed receiver, um, and I think that's a good receiver for Bryce Young, but that's a wide um, receiver four right and, there, and bro. I don't
1: know if Reich is the guy. I don't know if two weeks, but like I don't know if Reich is the right guy. Did Reich
0: show anything in Indianapolis to prove he was the guy?
1: <sighs> At times, like I. When, don't think...
0: <sighs> when did they actually go to a game that meant something and he won it? Like, I,
1: I also think that they never had the quarterback. Well, he built, you know, good teams and good offenses there with, with the thought of having not having a quarterback.
0: He was also the guy that brought in a lot of those quarterbacks, yeah. like Carson Wentz. He fought for him to be there, and yeah. look what Carson did. He had a good season on paper, but he was terrible in clutch time. Yeah. Dislocated both of his ankles on one play. <laughs> I don't know how trained them. Really them. I don't know yeah. what he did, but it was it was kind that's of crazy. It was kind of humiliating yeah, to crazy. watch that unfold. So I, mean, I, I I do
1: agree. think Frank is a good coach, but Maybe not a head coach. Maybe. Because he was an elite coordinator with the with the Eagles. Elite for sure. And like I said, I do think he put together some good offenses there, but just never had just never could put it all together, you know? And Bryce Young has looked like the worst rookie quarterback so far, by far. Oh, uh, undoubtedly. He started a rookie quarterback, and obviously Will Levis is not playing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he, he looks like shit. And then leading into that, number 29, we have the Houston Texans up two. And CJ Stroud looks good. He does. And, and the team is kind of inconsistent because, like, week one, it was the offense that was lackluster and the defense was playing well. And this week it was the complete opposite. So I think at some point they'll, they can try to find some middle ground somewhere. I believe in D'Amico Ryans. I think he's a great coach. I do, too. Um, and he, he, he fits the Texans to a T. Like, he just belongs like, – he he's he, a Texans guy.
0: Honestly – like, I don't think they could have hired a better coach to to restart this. Like organization. Like, yeah. the
1: grittiness. You know, that's what Houston needs. You know, look, look at the Lions; they were dog shit for so long. And got that gr- gritty coach that you know just sets the standard, and I think the Eagles are going to do that.
0: Changes yeah. the culture. Exactly. Another thing I want to say about CJ Stroud before you move on, yeah. Mugs. This guy already has more three hundred yard passing games than Justin
1: Fields. <laughs> it's he's two games in. That's wild. Uh, uh, wow. Yeah. Um, eight <laughs> that's two, all i got to say. 28, I have the Broncos down two spots. They went up early. They, have, they had a lead and they blew it. <laughs> they had the Hail Mary at the end and then missed the two-point the two conversion against the Commanders. Um, but, you know, they, they, it's crazy because they look better but are still losing <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> than last year.
0: And I think that's a testament to they look better because of Sean Payton, yeah. but they're just still not able to fundamentally win games because yep. of the roster games, they have.
1: Yeah. Russ does look better. He definitely looks better. Like, I know we talked about this on, on the... Um, week two recap but he does look a little bit faster a little more athletic than last year but you know he's definitely lost a step I have mean, not watching Russell Wilson his whole career I mean literally from the first year when they won the Super Bowl or whatever when Scott Tolson got
0: paid 18 million to throw nine passes and Russ came in in his rookie year you know, Matt Flynn actually
1: was it Matt Flynn mm-hmm. okay okay yeah, Matt Flynn nine and, passes <laughs> yeah but like I said, I've been watching Russell since it was, yeah, it was 2013 was his rookie year 2014 won the Super Bowl but you could just look at it like, okay, he's not as fast as he used to be. He's still, you know, mobile behind the pocket. but 1,000%.
0: You know. And can I say this? Yeah, he In the pocket, he looks better than he did last year, 1,000%. Yeah. But it's still the fact that he doesn't have that receiving core he once did. Mm-hmm. And, you Which know, is not horrible receivers there, but it's, no. it's not, I don't know. It's it's just not, maybe it wasn't the fit for him. Like when he got to Denver, it's just like, ugh. You know, mm-hmm. like that's just weird. That didn't, you know came over to this side, like, I feel like his play style is in the West, mm-hmm. in, in a sense. Like, he could have been really good for the Rams, or really good for maybe the yeah. Raiders, or, like, I don't know, like, there's other, I don't know, maybe it was I just mean, the what-if situation in that case, where he yeah. just, maybe he isn't meant to succeed in Denver. Maybe he's got to go to another team, you know?
1: Yeah, but moving on, at number 27, I have the Raiders down seven spots, and uh, what what is there even to say? You know, they barely won week one and got shit on week two by the Bills. Like, they had a touchdown in the first set or first possession and then did nothing else. Literally nothing else. Um, they looked like the Cow... Uh, no, they... Uh, that looked
0: like the Cowboys game for me in week one. Yeah. Um, they had... The Raiders had, like, that one glimpse of, like, oh, they're actually a professional team. And then nothing else. And then, and then they stutter. <laughs> and then
1: they just fall to shit. Devontae Adams played well, but you, know, you need more out of them. Josh Jacobs is, is not producing as much as he did last year, which is kind of expected, in my opinion, honestly. But... I don't know. It's going to be a rough year for Raiders fans for sure.
0: I think it shows their O-line is struggling. I think it shows that their coaching just is everything. still... It, it is everything. But they do have decent receivers. Jimmy G is a winner. I know people don't like him that much, but he is a stable quarterback to bring into any organization, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And for now. They for just now. can't get it done. They've scored 26 points in two weeks.
1: And rookie Tyree Wilson has been abysmal. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Jeff, one of our friends at work, shout out him. I know what i every week we we'll talk about the Raiders. But he showed me a little article in a little video, and it was Tyree Wilson coming out of his, his stance, and the ball is snapped. Max Crosby's already on the other side of the, like, the line of scrimmage. Like, yeah, that's Max Crosby. That, he's an elite, elite player. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the three-tech and the, the one-tech, you know, get just getting out of their stances. Then you look at Tyree Wilson, who's still in a three-point stance, not even moving.
0: <laughs> is he? Do you think it's a confidence issue with he's, like, worried he's going to draw I, flags? Or do I, you think, I don't even know. Do you uh, think it's technique?
1: I, I think it's definitely technique. Okay. Um, because he was kind of unrefined coming out. You know, he was a guy that was, you know, athletic and just like, like, like a Trayvon Walker kind of. But, you know, he, he's coming, he's, he's playing now. And I forget what his pass rush grade was or in PFF grade, but it was like 39 point something. Some, something like that. Because when, when Jeff was showing me that little article, it showed, it showed his pass rush grade. And it gave, it gave a little, like, you know, uh, bio, 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 I guess. And, and it said that he was struggling to get off the Bills linemen. One, one of them was Deion Dawkins. Who, he, he's a pro. But, you know, I'd say one of the more lesser left tackles, starting left tackles in the NFL. And then I said, also, he struggled to get off tight ends. Oh, And as a guy God. that big, 6'5", 270, running as strong as he is, like that, that's... That's concerning. It's concerning, yeah. And I know it's two weeks. I know it's early. I know it's two no, weeks.
0: No, no. That's, that's concerning. at I mean, number Jaylen, seven overall? Look at Jalen Carter.
1: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I look at Jalen Carter, bro. <laughs> look at Aiden Hudson last year. I mean, those different players, but... Even so. Trayvon Walker looked decent last year. He wasn't number one overall, but he looked he wasn't, decent last year. He wasn't invisible, right? He made his impact in the run game. And his presence is just a guy that's that big, that fast, that strong, you know. But Trayvon Walker, like I, said, I know, it's been two weeks, but it's I I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Raiders fans, this year you might be a Caleb Williams watch. You might not. It might be that that you know six to eight wins where you're just too good to get a bad or uh, get too bad too good to get a quarterback and then too like too bad to. Do anything in the playoffs or make the playoffs? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're gonna Suck be in that make quarterback make. poverty. You know that quarterback mediocrity. They, they've been
0: in that for a no lot. offense since Derek Carr. Derek yeah, you know, Derek always always, been that, yeah. always like seven, eight wins, but like never enough to like yeah, never bad. Maybe
1: sometimes like nine to ten, you make the playoffs, losing the first round <laughs> Connor, <laughs> like a couple times. Connor Cook starts yeah, and Derek Carr was a pick in the red zone in clutch time against the Bengals, and then the Bengals won in the Super Bowl. I, I believe in the Raiders that year, but anyway, moving on. Number 26 at the Titans, up four spots. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know they beat the Chargers, but, you know, I don't really believe in this team still. Tannehill played better. Uh, you know, I think they'll be one of those teams where they're in that 6-9 win range. And then just maybe make the playoffs on some fluke. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, this is just like a bridge year to me for the Titans. And maybe in the next year or two, kind of blow it all up. Because, you know, I think that... Keep Vrabel. Don't, like, keep Vrabel. Let him be the guy. He's one of the best coaches in the NFL, but... I think that roster is kind of running its course at this point. I think it's aging. With Tannehill, Henry, yeah. I know Jeffrey Simmons is still there. He's, he's younger, but it might be uh, Kevin Byers getting up there in age. It Might be time to just infuse some youth. Maybe roll next year with Malik Willis or Will Levis. I I don't know. We'll see. Make some trades. Yeah, get out of that. Make some trades. I don't know. Maybe some midseason trades. It was it was starting to go haywire. But keep Vrabel. Let him be the guy. He is your guy. Yeah. And don't let him leave the building. You can't. Uh, moving on, number twenty-five. I have the Colts down two spots. Richardson got hurt. Uh, Minshew came in, and you know he did play well, and they lost, right?
0: The Colts won thirty-one the Colts won. to oh, to the Texans, yeah, yeah to twenty,
1: okay. I think. And I have them minus two spots. I, don't, I just because you know the teams above them, I think, are better. But I think they're definitely in a tier above the first two, four, six, seven teams. I, I said I think they're definitely better than these teams. I think they can beat these teams. I won't say any given Sunday, but more likely than not if, if Anthony Richardson is playing. Um, and then once Jonathan Taylor comes back, if, if he does come back to this team, you know, Zach Moss went off this week. So I think you, you, you put Jonathan Taylor in that situation with, with Anthony Richardson, it might be a scary offense to play against. Like a I, low-key scary offense to play against. The
0: rush the rush attack would be insane, but also one thing you have to worry about is just AR's throwing ability. Yeah. The guy it's going to run a, 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 in a
1: passing game, especially.
0: And we've been high on AR since the yeah. draft, and and this is a guy like we want to succeed, you know. How can you not
1: want him to succeed? And,
0: and you know, you can look at his college stats and numbers and be like, "Why it's another Mitch?" You know, no, but he's like, got something that all these other guys don't have. He's he's an anomaly. Like, he physically. is a he is a one of one athlete. Oh yeah, and he's potentially even more athletic than Superman himself, Cam Newton. <sighs> Maybe. 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 Yeah, he
1: might be, honestly. Um,
0: and I'm going to say that, you know, maybe with a little confidence, but like I'm saying, Superman, he was a one-of-one one himself, and yeah. then now we have AR. You know, this guy, this guy's special. Might be that, and then some. He might be. Still with a stronger arm. And he's he's more slender. faster.
1: <laughs> he's more slender. But even then, he's still 250 pounds, damn near. Like, he's, that's crazy. Yeah, he's not even more
0: slender. He just looks more muscular, yeah. in a sense. But it's just crazy that... You know, he only played as little as he did in college. He's what? He just turned 21 years old. <sighs> and and now look at him. They just His team just scored 31 points. I know he got knocked out of the game, but it's honestly... touchdowns
1: early on now. Yeah.
0: No, like, he still looks electrifying. Yeah. So they, they are a team to definitely look out for in that division because they could be a sleeper playoff run team this year because Gardner Minshew was a solid above-average backup that could come in and complete over 60% of his passes and, you know, essentially seal the game because CJ was not playing bad. Their O-line on the Houston Texans looks rough, but honestly, I I like where you put the Colts. I I do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 25, yeah. But I think it's crazy that Anthony Richardson's younger than you and I, and he's 6'5", 240, 250 pounds, running a 4'4". I'm (laughs) 5'10". I'm like 5'10", 160. I'm 6'1", 6'2", 175,
0: 180.
1: (laughs) And this guy's like, "Ah, I don't know. Yeah. He's very crazy. Moving on number 24, my biggest follower this week is the Jets, minus 17. Just a rough, rough outing for them. I guess like, I know. It's, like, I guess the Cowboys, but Zach Wilson did look rough. I, I think this. Like, I've been saying this team roster-wise is stacked from quarterbacks. or not not quarterbacks. Sorry, from cornerbacks to defensive line to
0: thousand percent. Like,
1: to weapons on offense, to running back room. Like the, the the team is just stacked. But you have question marks with Zach Wilson at the helm. But I, I do think this team will stabilize in, in like the mid-teens, maybe maybe like the. You know 15 to 19 range I, I do think they're better than this 24 spot but coming off that bad week they are they are trending downward i know they beat the bills week one so they are better than the rest of these teams i've said the, you know the colts raiders broncos all they're be- they're definitely better than all those teams And i think they can beat those teams i'm mean, i think i'd say any given Sunday with that team but can they beat the heavy hitters can they beat the dolphins who are in the division can they beat the bills again you know maybe we'll see um the Patriots—they play him this week. Can Can Zach Wilson finally beat Bill Belichick? No, I, I I don't know. I mean, we'll see. There's answers to there's answers or questions to be answered. Um, but I guess moving on. Number twenty three. I have the Vikings down two spots. Um, I think they're, they are a better team than this spot, but they're zero two. They they Brandon mentioned this on the week two recap. They were what eleven and zero last year in one score games, and now here they are in the new season, zero and two in one score games. Um. This team might be like a 7 one team this year. It might be. Like I said, I, I do think they are better than that. Like I I don't think they're a bad team. but It
0: might be. And Kirk's been going off, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he did have two fumbles on Thursday night. He lost one of them. Jefferson's st- still balling. It might be time. Start fresh. Rip, rip the Band-Aid off. It might be time to get rid of Kirk. Just
1: rip the Band-Aid off. Let the scab show.
0: <laughs> this team is ready to go on offense. Their defense <laughs> is terrible, by yeah. the way um but their offense could carry this team to a to a nfc championship game. it should it, it, it yeah. should have been it should have been there um and i know it. you know it's gotten a, the, this team has been unlucky in the playoffs in the past 10 years with you know the doink and then the missed field goal by blair walsh and all that shit and the miracle that they did have and then you know obviously they went on and uh did not beat the i think it was the eagles that year right I once mean, they beat the saints yeah
1: yeah
0: so i mean they just had they've had a rough go at it and i agree with where you put them i just i have them lower personally uh and the only reason that they're afloat in my opinion like and have any respect is because of justin Jefferson. cousin and, so. and kirk because he's able to get it to him and put up those monster numbers but i feel like if you put Justin Jefferson with Patrick Mahomes. Oh, i would be insane. <laughs> I mean, with Brock Purdy. Even. Oh, even then, it'd be I, insane. It, it would with be... Daniel
1: Jones, even like get Daniel Jones just, uh, a fucking number one. I mean, you can say anybody for Justin. Jones. Seriously, so like that's the <laughs> that's, that good? that's
0: the argument where like I feel good? like Kirk's numbers are inflated a, little, a bit. little bit. Yeah. Um, but I I, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you.
1: But move, move, moving on, number twenty two at the Pats down two spots, and they, you know, I know they're zero and two, but they've been fighting like they they. Almost, yeah, they almost beat the Eagles. They did almost beat the Eagles. And then this week they played, uh, who did they play? The Dolphins. Dolphins, yeah. 24 17. And they didn't get shut out by them, you know? Like, they didn't play awful against them either. So, the past, they're kind of just in, in that middle range, you know, of just mediocrity, I guess you could say. You know, maybe it is time to move on from Belichick. Belichick, after this year, if it's another, like, seven, eight win season. Like I said about Kirk, just ripping the band-aid off. I know he's the greatest coach of all time, in my opinion. You know, I know you argue Don Shula, Andy Reid, but I think it's Belichick. Just from what I've seen over my, my lifetime, I never saw Don Shula, but, uh, but you know, just maybe it is time for that, just to move on, you know, it's, it's, it's going to happen eventually, and maybe Bill O'Brien gets the head coach tonight, because the offense is not looking horrible. It's honestly not. No. Matt Jones has looked solid. Um... But yeah, like I said, they're they're gonna have an elite defense this year since Belichick is there. But I I don't know, you know, maybe Belichick retires, maybe he becomes a coordinator somewhere or just a, a, an assistant. And I was thinking about this today, you know, he used to coach for the Giants back in the day. What, what if he gave him a call? <laughs> what if he comes back to us? He's like, yo, day ball, let me in. Like, what? what let's say, what if Wink has a rough year this year, right? Because he had. I mean, our defense looked pretty bad so far. So let's say Wink has a rough year. Dable kicks him out the door. Belichick gets fired. What if we bring in Belichick to be our DC once again? For like three years. Why not?
0: Yeah. I mean, that would be handed
1: off to his son or something like that.
0: That's a, that's a, you know, that's a
1: bold take. <laughs> so, you know, Brian Dable used to coach with Bill Belichick, right? He's a the coordinator there. Yeah, and he'll be like. There's, there's a connection right he'll like, there. He'll be like, yo, Bill. Uh, Why don't you come on over here? I need, I'm, the door's open. <laughs> and I think, I think Belichick, he's, he's always, he's always talked highly of the Giants. Always. Because he used to coach them in the 80s with Lawrence Taylor. Facts. And so he's always kind of had a soft spot for the Giants. So you know, maybe, maybe one day, you know, you never know.
0: You never know. You, know, you really don't.
1: You never know. But moving on, uh, number twenty one, I uh, the Chargers down six spots, zero um, and two, and Brennan Staley's got to go. We mentioned this in the week two recap. Brennan Staley is not the answer there. Um, this team should be better than they are, one hundred percent. They should not be zero and two. They should be two and zero, in my opinion. Uh, I just don't know what needs to change. You know, I, mean, I guess it really is Brandon Staley. You know, the roster's there. Herbert is Herbert. Um, it's literally Brandon Staley. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> it's definitely a coaching issue. And I think over over the season, you know, as Kellen Moore gets more comfortable within the offense, and Herbert gets more comfortable within Kellen Moore's offense, I think they will start winning some games for sure. Um, they're much better than this 0-2 record. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it starts with Brandon Staley. Maybe he's maybe if they start like. You know, Two and four or something like that. Maybe Brent like, Celek gets fired midseason. I, I don't know.
0: I think that'd be for the best.
1: Uh, just like I said, ripping the fucking bandaid off. <laughs> I agree. Um, but moving on, um, I have the Saints up three spots at number twenty, and they're one and one. But I don't think this team is. Or, or they're two and zero. Yeah, they are two. Yeah, and they're two yeah. and zero. Um, yeah, I don't think this team is that record. No, you know, they, they sneakily beat the Titans who are my number twenty-six team this week or week one, and then. Beat the Panthers, who my number thirty team, and an underwhelming man. Right? I'd say Derek Carr looked mid. The offense looked mid. You know, Bryce Young to tall, Like it was late. Like, the defense playing well against that shitty ass offense. Yeah, I Bryce Young like ninety yards going into the fourth quarter or something. It's just like yeah. I don't know. Uh, the Saints. I think the Saints and Panthers are definitely the lesser of the two of the other two teams in the division. The Bucks and uh, the Falcons. Falcons yeah. by far, by far, no, no question. Um, so I think once uh, once they start playing, you know. More of these teams. They only play the Eagles this year. At some point, we're gonna start seeing the true, the true Saints, and maybe uh, you know Dennis Allen. I'm not. I, I was high on him after after Sean Payton stepped down. I was like okay, they look good they, with James Jameson James Winston. You know yeah. they went seven and one, and then he got injured. But well, you know I thought you know Dennis Allen. You know he's he's, he's there. He's been there. He's he's a, he's a head coach before. He, maybe he could stabilize it there. And last year didn't no. really work out well. And this year's looking more more mediocre. um I guess I can move on. Uh, number 19, I have the Bengals down six spots. And I think they have the potential. Obviously, obviously, they have the potential to be a top three team in the NFL. But right now, they look bad. They look bad. Really bad. Um, Burrow's not healthy. You know, maybe it's, they're stuck in the spot. Like, he's healthy enough to play. But, like, look what he's doing on the field. It's, he has 300 yards in the year. And you and I just mentioned, I think, before we recorded this, Goff had that more than that in one game. I think Dan had more than that in, in damn near one half. Yeah. And, and like, Joe Burrow's supposed to be miles better than I know they're both good quarterbacks, but Burrow's supposed to be better than all than both of them by a significant amount. I'd say the way he's paid is like the highest paid quarterback now, right? Yeah. Um. So I know T Higgins woke up last week, uh, but they they gotta get some traction going. You know, maybe just sit Burrow for a week. Let him let his let his calf heal. Maybe two weeks. You know, maybe throw him on IR. Whatever he needs. Just put him on the pup list. Have Bite him in his bullet. four weeks. Bite the bull You know, um,
0: right? Yeah, they should have started the season with him on the pup list. So they're off.
1: So he's off of it sooner.
0: So he could have just come back instead of missing midweek, like like week Mid-season, four, five, and yeah. six type shit. But he needs to rest, man.
1: Yeah. Um. But I guess moving on. Um. Number eighteen at the Browns down six spots, and uh, they they lost against the Steelers. And they lost Nick Chubb, and so I think this offense is done. I won't say it's done, but it's it's. If once I think Watson can maybe at some times have some good moments, but when he's not, they can't turn to that run game. I know they brought in Kareem Hunt and Jerome Ford looks solid, but there's no Nick Chubb is miles better than both of those guys, and his presence on the field like has a, has an effect. And when he's on the field, the defense has to worry about him, and, and when it, especially in that fourth quarter he's like when that defense is worn down who the fuck wants to tackle Nick Chubb and him, no him not being there it's 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 gonna have a um, large effect on this offense Large effect. massive
0: on this implications offense. going towards um, their production
1: yeah and then uh, number 17 the Steelers up 11 spots which is funny because they're up 11 spots in number 17 but <laughs> 19, 18, 17 all NFC North teams or AFC North teams excuse me um, but the Steelers Kenny Pickett still looks like shit I I don't know. He's not definitely not the answer there, at least right now. George Pickett's had a nice seventy one yard touchdown, I think it was. Um but it was the defense that won him this game. Alex Highsmith forced two touchdowns pretty much on his own. That guy, I mean I know he got paid, but he he's yeah, that guy's something else next to next to TJ Watt. And TJ Watt's looking prime for DPOY. DPOY, yeah. I mean at least at least in the first two weeks, you know, there's a lot of ball left to play. Bro, um, he
0: he's a three
1: sacks. He's, in week once, yeah, he's a menace. And I mean, he had one more this week. He's four sacks in two weeks. and I mean, that, that that guy's. And then Alex, like I said, Alex Highsmith on the other, on the other side of him. Like he's those. That might be the best edge do in the NFL. It's up there for or sure. Or
0: it's also a combination of that and Mike Tomlin and knowing and the defense. defense you know. Yeah,
1: I mean Minka, you know, he had the hit on Chubb, and I don't know, he got hurt too. But he, he's a piece there. Um, People are calling for a suspension, bro. Yeah, I mean, I I won't say a suspension, but definitely a fine at least. I mean, that was a dirty hit. I know, I know, he, he kind of like tripped and fell and. But he, the way he hit Chubb's leg, like that was that was like, come on, man. And, and Nick, Nick Chubb's one of those guys where like the whole league respects him. Like he, he's, he's a, like, how can you not respect him? Like that dude's a fucking monster. He's a tank. He like even like Steelers fans, like at the game, like they were they were like, damn, like it's it's fucking Nick Chubb. Like you don't want to see it. Like I think he's the most player you don't want to see hurt. Like the, the whole NFL he's just like a like just beloved i don't know in my opinion he's a workhorse as well bro yeah and i lost him in fantasy unfortunately um but it's more than that you know i I, I like nick chubb as a player you know that's why i picked him in fantasy because yeah, i believe i believe in him and yeah it's the same leg he hurt in college and it was gruesome like it, this new one it, it was gruesome but I, I hope he can come back maybe stronger than ever but he's 27 years old we'll, we'll see I, I don't know Move, moving on uh Number 16, I you know maybe this is a little too high for them. But I have the Giants up nine spots. Um, like I said, maybe it is a little too high for them, but I think they definitely are better than most of these teams I've said uh, before. You know, maybe the Steelers are a little bit better than us. Maybe the Bengals overall in the season will be better than us. Chargers as well, Pats, Jets, Vikings. I, I don't know, but right now I think this is a good spot for them. But this we get the 49ers up and. I'm just letting you guys know now they're probably gonna be lower next week. I am not gonna I mean yeah, let's be real. Yeah, they will be lower next week. Unless
0: a shocker happens. Unless unless
1: we shock them, but no Andrew Thomas, no Saquon. Uh Wandale's back, but not expecting to win this game against the forty ers Um started off like shit this in week two. Then second half, Dan turned it on. Uh thirty one points in the second half. Dan Niron is back. Saquon had a phenomenal game, but like I just mentioned, he his ankle. he's definitely out this week, potentially next week too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean if we can get that that what we got out of Daniel Jones most weeks, you know, we can definitely be a 9-10 win team. But it's a rough schedule. Very rough schedule. Of course we haven't even played the Eagles yet. We have to play the Cowboys again. Um they're they're two in my top three, I'm just gonna say right now. Um, so it it's not gonna be easy. But, like I said, if we can get that out of Daniel Jones and, and some, some consistency on the offensive line, Joshua Azudu played well. Um, once Andrew Thomas gets in there, maybe we throw him at left guard. Or, or Andrew Thomas at left guard, excuse me. Uh, Joshua Azudu at left guard. Um, Andrew Thomas at left tackle, excuse me. Azudu uh, at left guard. Mark McKeithen, our fifth-round pick last year at right guard, who surprisingly played pretty well. For a fifth-round pick, He was first-ever career start, he played pretty well. So, you know, I'm not, you know, high on it but cause it's a fifth-round you know, second year player. Play the hot hand. But yeah, I mean John John Michael Smith our <laughs> second round rookie, uh center, looks phenomenal. Yeah. I know he had the rough snap that kinda of set things haywire week one, but since then he's at least looked phenomenal. Even in that week one game, he was a lone bright spot. hundred percent pass rush win rate this week. One hundred percent. Wow. Yeah. So he, he's looking he's looking pretty good. But the defense looks lackluster. Um uh, we just gotta see some more consistency, some better pass rush play. Kayvon, uh, I know he's kind of down on himself right now, but he's got to step up, and he knows it. The defense knows it. Wink knows it. Um, the, the the safeties, Xavier McKinney looks you know, at, look pretty rough. Jason Pinnock looks honestly like the second best player on our defense. You know? mm. uh, I'm pretty sure he was a six-round pick. Jets cut him after one year. We put him up on waivers last year. He's looking, he's looking pretty fucking good. He's ready to go? Yeah, he's definitely ready to go. Uh, he's, uh, probably, I think probably one of the guys that – you can actually rely on right now on this defense. Um, but moving on, uh, number 15, I have the Commanders up four spots. And I think this is a good spot for them because they, just like the Saints, they've beat two lackluster teams. They beat the Cardinals. They scraped by the Cardinals. And then who did they beat this week?
0: Uh, the Commanders, they beat the Broncos, Broncos. 35 yeah, so 32. I mean,
1: it's too, too, Like The Broncos are my 20, 28, and the Cardinals are my 31. So like I said, I, I, I got to see it against the Bills this week until I you know, can really see what this team is about. They come out and just at least play well and lose. I guess I they'll respect it. But if they come out and beat them, they're gonna be high, much higher on this list, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, the Sam Howell looks ready. Um, like I said, like, like I said, we'll we'll see it this week against the Bills. This is a real, real test this week. Yeah. Um, but so far, I mean, nothing I can say about him. You know, maybe he holds the ball a little bit too long, but he'll, he's a young quarterback. He'll learn. Yeah. Um, Brian Robinson looks like one of the best running backs in the NFL he right does. now. Right he now, does. At least. he's scoring the ball. I think three, four touchdowns in the year already. He's, he's balling. Um, Terry McLaurin had a touchdown last week. Nice catch, nice throw, nice catch, nice play. The defensive line's looking pretty good. But Chase think, Young, Chase Young, he's finally, finally back, finally back. But like I said, we'll see it this week. It's a real test. Uh, moving on, uh, the Rams at number fourteen, staying stagnant. Um, I think this is a pretty good spot for them too because they've looked good. Puka Nakua, I mean. 15 catches and 20 targets in week two, 30, 35 targets in two weeks, I and mean, what like 25 catches, just insane. He's the new, he's the new Cooper Cup till Cooper Cup is back, and even then, some when they're when they're both on the field, I don't know what it's going to be like. Tutu Atwell still playing well. Matt Stafford, he's been playing. He's very looking well. like he's looking like the Matt Stafford we know.
0: Couple 300 yard
1: games under yep. his belt. It's Matthew Stafford. Uh, just, they they beat who they beat week one. The Seahawks. Yeah, they beat the Seahawks week one. And then they lost to the 49ers Niners, week two. Yeah, and they, they still look good against the Niners. You know, deep, like, considering the defense they're playing against, they
0: still look good. Well, I think it's also a testament to Sean McVay. Yeah, oh, for sure, you for know, sure. He knows that 49ers defense, even though the 49ers do have that win streak over the Rams. Um, it's actually funny. Goff was 7-0 over, their, over the 49ers in his career with the <laughs> with the Rams. And then now, you know, they it's they just, can't beat them. It's just but,
1: crazy. crazy. Like, you look at the Rams and look what they're getting out of. Late round draft picks I got. Puka, third, Cooper Cup was a third round pick. Puka Nakua was a fifth round pick. I think two twelve was like third or fourth round pick. And they just, draft they're pick. just they're just getting stuff out of these guys on offense. And as a Giants fan, we drafted Kadarius Tony in the first round. Evan Ingram in the first round. Um, Wanda Robinson was a second round pick. And it's too very it's too early to say on him, but you know I believe in that guy. Like, but we'll we'll see on him. But like, like I said, as a Giants fan, I've seen multiple multiple times where we draft weapons in the first round and they don't work out. And so, seeing the Rams do it with third, fourth, fifth-round picks, it, like, it's... Insulting. I wish I, I wish I could get some of that. And I think David will. You know, we're starting to get some out of Hyatt now, but, you know, we'll talk about that in a later episode about, you know, just the Giants. But Yeah. Um, I guess we can move on. Number 13, I have the Bucks up four spots. 2-0. Oh. Baker Mayfield looks pretty good. Um, they have beat two lackluster teams. They beat the Bears. Uh were 32 in my rankings, and the Vikings, who were 23, which the Vikings was a pretty impressive win going into. They were at Vikings, Yeah, they, they, were, they were at M&T Bank and came in and beat them. Um, but the Bucks, the defense looks amazing. It's still top top-10 defense, top-7 defense, in my opinion. Uh, Mike Evans looks like Mike Evans we know and love, uh, and, and then some right now. He's, he's been balling these first two weeks. Yeah. Uh, the run game was better in Week 2, but it was against the Bears. But I don't think they're in contention for the NFC or anything because, you know, they, they, let's be real, the Cowboys, Eagles, 49ers, are not going to compete with those teams. But you never know. You know, if they can go on a miracle run, they make the playoffs, squeak in, succeed, maybe they win the division. You never know. Um Here's something to happen there. Maybe led by Baker. I don't know. He's playing some good ball right now.
0: Baker Mayfield.
1: Mm-hmm. But I guess um, moving on to number 12, the Packers down one spot. They're still a good team. They're well-coached, well-put-together well roster. Jordan Love is the highest uh, QB rating in the NFL right now. Um, I know it's, he's not playing phenomenal, but he's getting the job done. Should have won last week. He he should have beat them last week. But he's a young quarterback in his first first season starting. he he's gonna get better over the season, that's for sure. Defense still looks really good. You know they're making use of their you know Jaden Reed. I think he's a second round pick. Making use of him with Christian Watson being out. And and honestly, I think if Christian Watson and Aaron Jones play last week, they lost by one point. You know, they probably win that game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, the Packers. Like I said, they're, they're down one spot this week, but with potential to trend upwards. Facts. Um, But number 11, I have a team that beat them, the Falcons, up five spots. And the run game there is phenomenal. Bijan's top three running back in the NFL, in my opinion, right now. He's, he's, that guy, he's an X-factor. You said said in the week two recap, he's an X-factor. He is. Uh, um, Algier, I I wouldn't even call him a handcuff. He's Daniel Farmer. he gets like 15 carries a game. He could
0: be a starter anywhere else. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. Um, But like I said, the run game is phenomenal. The offensive line is, is good. You, you want to see more out of Kyle Pitts, of course, but with, when the run game's working, what can you do? You know, you, you stick with it. You dominate possession um, time, and you win the game. And perfect way to, you know, I don't think they really believe in Ritter that much. I know you're, you're kind of high on him, but I don't think they really believe in him cause, you know, because of that run game, but they don't really have to. Just let him play into the system. Let him be a game manager.
0: I mean, he was 15 of 18 week one. They're not throwing the ball much mm-hmm. because but they don't have yeah, to. Exactly. Yeah. But um, I still think he's going to play within the system and be a guy for that they could yeah. use instead of you know not wasting a draft pick on a quarterback. Yeah.
1: But use him to get another guy. Yeah,
0: bridge guy. Yeah, know? for a couple of years. You yeah. know, like a Derek Carr esque. He's, he's going to get better.
1: He's a very young quarterback. He's yeah. going to get better. I think because he was good at Cincinnati
0: in college, yeah, man. He was, he was good. good. Yeah. So I think he could actually. The reason I'm high on him is because I, I see upside with his pocket ability. And he can run. He's mobile. Yeah. He he Maybe looks he's a strong fast arm, but
1: he's a fa- he's better than Mariota. Yeah. Like in my opinion. But, but continue. I, yeah, I guess I can move on. Number 10, I, this is my biggest riser of the week. The Seahawks up 14 spots. Fought like hell. Fought like hell against the Lions. And just the offense. Geno's back. He had a rough week one, but he, here he is week two. Ball and Tyler Lockett's back. DK Metcalf is always a force. Um, JSN, Jackson, and Jigba actually like leagues the NFL in yards per route or something like Or, or yards per or y- separation, something like that. But he's leading the league in one of those categories, and... As a rookie, that's like, like that. That's all you can ask of him. He's, Impressive. he's, he's getting open. He's Kenneth Walker, you know, he had a rough yards per carry wise game, but he had two touchdowns. Um, the defense, he ate. he ate though. The defense did well against one, you know, one of the top offenses in the NFL in the Lions. Um, but they're they're going to be a force in this division or this conference for sure. Once it comes to playoff time, you know, I don't know if they'll be able to, they'll be in contention with you know the Niners, Cowboys, Eagles, but they're not going to want to play the Seahawks. That's for sure. It's going to be a, they're going to fight like hell. Yeah. As long as Pete they're going to fight like hell to the end.
0: I agree. Um, and their defense is it's good. so good, yeah, it's bro. it's
1: good. And especially, you know, if they somehow, you know, the Cowboys and Eagles are in the same division. So, if Seattle won the division, oh, they have to win the, win the division, I guess, because the 49ers. But you never know. If they have a home field game in the playoffs, no one wants to play in that stadium in January. No. Where it's cold, it's bitter, it's raining. No one wants to play there. No. But this is the Seahawks' home field, you know? Yeah. It'll be rough. You know, it's, it's unlikely because, like I said, the Niners are in that division. And if anything, they might have a sixth seed because the Cowboys and Eagles are in the same division. One of them has to be the, you know, fifth seed at yeah. some point. Um, but the Seahawks are a good team, gritty team. They are. But moving on number nine, I have the Jags down one spot. Ah, uh, nine points. Didn't score a touchdown. But it was just a sluggish game, them and the Chiefs. Just a sluggish game. I think there's better days for both these teams. I mentioned this yesterday in the week two recap. Um... But still going to be a very good offense, uh, run game, passing game. Trevor Lawrence is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Let's be real at this point. I think he personally he's better than Herbert and Embro right now, for yeah, sure. Right for now, sure. Yeah. Um, but talent wise, he has the arm to do it. He has the arm to do it. He has the size, he has the speed, the strength. He's what do you want a quarterback? Um, but yeah, and they have the coach. I love Doug Peterson. He's he's the right guy for them right now. Um, but yeah, number nine Jags and number eight at the Lions down two spots. Lost this week, should have won. Um, turnovers. Goff had the pick six. I guess the Seahawks, obviously, but that's my number ten team. So, um, but this is a. I think the Lions are definitely in this range right now. Just that eight, I think eight to, eight I to think, four. Like
0: you said, they should have won this game. They're better than the Seahawks, in my opinion. Um, but we just did not show up on defense in, in this game at all. Like, despite the pick six by Goff, he had 126 QBR rating. He was stellar. Mm-hmm. This defense, we created no pressure on Gino. He had a clean game, and yeah. I, I like where you, I like where you have him. Yeah. I, I do.
1: And obviously, it's a top ten team, top eight team, but potential to rise even more. I think um, so. That being that, the being said, my number seven is the Ravens, who are up three spots. Who I have them above the line because they are two and zero, and and Lamar has looked good. But in a couple of weeks, you know, I, I think the Lions have the potential to be a better team than them for sure. Like no question, I think. Uh, Goff's. I mean, not, Lamar played really well, but you know, I, I think I trust Goff a little more than uh, with than Lamar. with
0: throwing the ball. I'm taking Goff over Lamar. And, and it's Bailey. a better
1: offense, you know. Like Harbaugh's one of the best coaches in the NFL, but you know, Dan Campbell's right up there too. You know, I think I, so. so. Ravens, like I said, who, who did they beat this week? The Bengals. Bengals, which, yeah. Meh. Okay, and they beat the Texans week one. It's so like it, it's whatever. But and Lamar, to me, he
0: you know he's he's looked. Okay, yeah. Like I, I personally have not seen any of that MVP Lamar since that MVP season. Maybe
1: some glimpses in this game, but in week one, definitely not. I guess the Texans, the defense, the Texans defense. That Texans even looked good that the week one, but yeah. Maybe you know Zay Flowers still looks good. He looks yes. very good. He, he's um, he's a bright spot. Yeah. So, you know, maybe once him and Lamar get more comfortable with each other, uh, they might even win some more games. Like I maybe, agree. You know, maybe a 10, 11 win team and. Honestly, I, I was thinking about it, like, this division, Bengals, Browns, Steelers, Ravens. You told me week one, I would say, uh, I wouldn't know who would win this division. Now it's like, I still don't know, honestly, but Ravens are... They're looking like they will. ...clear, like, clear best team right now. Yeah. Because the Steelers, Browns, and Bengals are all trending downward. Because I know the Steelers are up 11, but that that's only because the rest of the team looks so bad. Um, but it's going to be interesting in that division. It's always tough. It's always, you know, you never know who's going to win in that division in the end. Um, but I guess moving on, number six, I have the Bills up three spots. Blew out the Raiders um, after the after Josh Allen's rough game against the Jets week one. Uh, he looked phenomenal this week. He won the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Uh, so just a 180-degree twist. Um, and it's the Bills. You know, we, we've we seen them in the last, what, five years now, four four or five years now. We know what they are. They're gonna be, you know, one of the best teams in the AFC as long as Josh Allen's playing well. Yeah. If he's playing boneheaded, then we'll see the What well, we had week one, 13 points and lost the Jets with Zach Wilson. Um, but the defense looks good, very good. Um, what's his name? Matt Milano. He, he's looking like an all-pro. That guy's. He he might be the best off-ball linebacker in the NFL. But, but like besides Fred Warner, I, I think he's right there with him. Like a guy that gets slept on for sure. Because, you, you know, it's Matt Milano. You don't hear his name often. He gets someone, to, you know, it's a team with Gregory Rousseau and Vaughn Miller, the Poyer, or Poyer, uh, Micah Hyde. He's a guy, he's a guy that gets, he's, he's, he does the nitty-gritty work. And another guy I just mentioned is Greg Rousseau. That, he's looking, he's looking so good right now. He's, that defense like, in general yeah, is really good. He's, I think, six, seven and he, he just makes an impact on every play. And once Vaughn is back, and, and, and. Who's the other guy they got? Was a Rams draft pick, Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd, yeah. He's he's looking good too. Like once like once Vaughn is back, those three are gonna wreak havoc. Should and, be a
0: very explosive pass rush. Yeah, and
1: even the interior D line, like it's just. It's, and McDermott's the calling defense now. They have no defensive coordinator. Hmm. He's he's getting the, he's getting the boys right for sure. Poyer looks like he took a step back for sure. Shadavius White looks like he took a step back for sure. Micah Hyde, he looks okay, but. They do got to get younger in the secondary, but as long as this front seven is playing the way they're playing, you know, it's going to elevate the secondary. Um, moving on, uh, I have the Dolphins down two spots, and I have them down not because they they look bad or anything, it's just because yeah, 24 points and the, the teams I have above them are are a little bit better, in my opinion. I mean, I was a little high on them, but they're going to be a force in the AFC for sure in this division. The, you know, with, with, the, uh, with the Bills, it's going to be a fight to probably week 18, uh, for two of whoever wins this division. Least, I agree. you know, Obviously, there's injuries to happen, but Tyreek is known as a Buffalo Bill killer. He's done it every time he has played him with the Chiefs, especially in that playoff game. Um, but it, it's, you know, Tua, he's like, you mentioned this yesterday. He, he's looking like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, honestly. One, and they have one of the best coaches, probably the top three receiver. Let's be, yeah, definitely a top Tyreek Hill, yeah. yeah. Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle's top ten, probably. The top twelve, something like that. And, he's top ten, bro. You know, Raheem Mostert's looking, looking stellar. Like he's looking good. Uh, he's like a forty-one-yard to touchdown to close it off, or something like that. Defense. I know we talk about this a lot, but the defense—they have studs everywhere. Christian Wilkins, Bradley Chubb, uh, Jalen Ramsey's coming back. Javon Holland, Xavier Howard—four, four baby mamas at one time. Uh,
3: <laughs> bro, how? <laughs> like
1: how? Hey, he's in Miami. That's it. Bro, did you see the video? Like, bro, the yeah. man does not like, give a fuck, yeah, He's bro. in Miami, bro. So many bodies out there, He's taking advantage of him. I guess, bro. Hey, hey, you can do him though. But yeah, Dolphins number 5. Uh, but number 4 of the Chiefs who are staying stagnant at this spot. Uh, maybe the Dolphins look a little you look a little better than them right now, but uh, it's just the Chiefs. And you know they're they're one and one. They got that one under the belt. They beat the they beat the Jags, were number 19. It was an impressive win. It was an ugly ugly win, but it was impressive. Yeah. Um as long as Mahomes is there, they'll be, they'll definitely be in my top 10. Just be, I don't care if they're, okay, if they're like six and eight going into week 15 or whatever it is, then like, okay. But as long as Mahomes is there, they'll probably be in my top 10. Um, and, 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 any of course, uh, moving on number three, I have the Eagles down one spot and they're number three just cause the Cowboys and Niners are above them. But, um. Like I said, they, that's the reason why they went down. But they looked good this week, much better than week one. The offense looked better. The passing game was still la- like not lackluster, but not where you want it to be. But the, not the, the, run, the running game is insane. And yeah, like the offensive line, to be Andre Swift looked amazing, 175 yards. Jalen Hurst two rushing touchdowns. Like the wrong game is there. And, and I know Jalen. Or I know AJ Brown is kind of upset, you know, with the passing game, but it was one of those running games, and where no one's really doing much on offense, on uh, passing wise. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're top three team in the NFL. Um, number two is the Cowboys, uh, up two spots. They, it's really interchangeable between two and three. Both of these teams look phenomenal. Um, I know the cow like they always be. They blew us out week one. Shit on us week one, and then shit on the Jets. Like two teams that are like they you know we're not the best teams in the NFL, but like no slouches. You know what I mean? I know Zach Wilson, but like the Jets and the Jets and Giants are no slouches, and they they fucking shit on us like bad. So. This week, I'm not sure. We'll figure. We'll talk about that later. But um, They've only had 10
0: points scored on them in two yeah, weeks. Yeah,
1: like that's, that's impressive. Very impressive. One of them being a shutout against yeah. us. So the Cowboys, you know, by far, top two team in the NFL. And If you put them number one, I wouldn't disagree with you, but I have the Niners number one. I think they're just the, the best put together, the best coach, just all-around best team in the NFL right now.
2: Brock Purdy.
0: Uh, Brock
1: Purdy's insane. Weapons everywhere. Defense, studs everywhere. Fred Warren. Whatever, bro. Like, Nick Bosa, defense player of the year last year. Like, just studs everywhere. And if Brock Purdy's playing, like, a top 10 quarterback, then they might go undefeated. Like, they might say they're going go undefeated, but they could. Like There's a chance. Unless the Giants beat him tonight. <laughs> you never know. You,
0: you really never know out here. <laughs> but I guess now's a good time to move on to your list. Um... Pretty much since we discussed a lot of the teams and their faults and stuff, I'll kind of breeze through mine. Starting at number 32, I have the Carolina Panthers. They're just... Yeah. They look like shit. Awful. Yeah. All um, aspects
1: of the game. Awful.
0: At number 31, I have the Vegas Raiders. Just because... So I mean, they're down how
1: many spots from last week? Bruh.
0: I, I didn't even track some of my downs and stuff, but let me just <laughs> see. They were at 10 last week, bro. They were at 10. They dropped 21 spots. So, and then at rank 30, I have the Bears just because, man, we, we've seen nothing but regression, in my opinion, from yeah. this team. And honestly, the and lack of
1: regression from what they already
0: had. Like, they were already is, bad. Which is not possible, I no. thought, but it is. Um, but Justin Fields, he just looks like he has no confidence. He, he like, there was He's not even one, seeing the field. There, he's not seeing the field, but maybe he is, and he's like, man, I, I don't know if I should throw this. because I, like, I can make that throw. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's not good, bro. No. Um, moving forward to a team that probably should be, you know, last because they're probably just straight up tanking is the Cardinals. Yeah. The only reason that I'm giving them this respect at 29 is because they did put up points in their first two weeks. They actually were winning that Giants game until they just handed it to them just by like, honestly, bro, the Giants just turned on a fucking we lost. A God yeah. mode. No, we should have lost um, for sure. But then at 28, I have the Texans. They look good with God, CJ Stroud. Is... <laughs> yeah, it's real, bro. Um, but the Texans, yeah, they look rough on all phases, but they do have upside. So I could see them maybe getting, maybe climbing into the top 25 by the end of the season. I agree. So but not I much agree. in terms of hope past that, you know. Um, but the Jets at twenty seven, as long as Zach Wilson is there, they will not be above twenty-five in my opinion. Understandable. Uh, I just have no faith in him. He is a modern day Jamarcus Russell in my opinion. We've talked about it many times. I know you're giving him hope and faith, Logan, but Only from, for Roger's sake, though. For for, for me for, Rodgers. for for me, bro, I, I have just seen enough. Yeah. I and get it. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I would rather see fucking Scott Straveler <laughs> in playing right now, bro. I'm not I'm not even fucking lying, bro. I I can't stand watching Zach Wilson play. Like, dudes, Brandon Aubrey, the kicker for the Cowboys, had 16 points. 16 points in that game, dog. More than their offense.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about picking him up in, in my brother's league Please in fantasy. Please do. But, like, I have Graham Gano, And, like, and like I I know Brandon Aubrey's going to score more points, but, like, is my guy, you know? Like I'll always stick with your guy. That's guys. what I'm saying. Like, I can't yeah. do that. It's a Cowboys kicker. I can't. I can't. He's number two kicker in fantasy. Like, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs>
0: It's just you got to do it for the USFL mm. if you if you do need it. You got to think of the two-time USFL champion. Um, that's the only reason I, I hate the Cowboys. I just Wait, love Brandon. He's number Aubrey. two
1: kicker in fantasy, you mean? It's and I just I, I picked got him like up. Eighteen points last week or some <laughs> shit in fantasy, like dude. In
0: the PPR league, I'm in with Brandon. He got me twenty-eight
1: points. Yeah, like what the
0: fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he's going insane. I still
1: lost that game. You're fucking kicker, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: and then at twenty-six, I have the Minnesota Vikings. They're zero two. I'm losing more and more faith in Kirk Cousins, even though he's putting up monster numbers, number one fantasy quarterback. It's just, I wish that Justin Jefferson had a Patrick Mahomes, had a fucking Brock Purdy, had a, you know, maybe a Tom Brady early like on. You said, his, even a Daniel
1: Jones. Like I mean, even cause a, cause Kirk kind of is that, I guess. Just,
0: so. Well, I mean, I feel like it would elevate Daniel Jones' game to another yeah. level where he would be forced to throw the ball because he does have that true X out there. But I feel like you put any other quarterback that's not legitimately the definition of average... With Justin Jefferson, that offense would look entirely different. Um, so that's why they're so low, and they just haven't been performing in clutch time. Um, yeah. They've been putting up monster numbers, bro. Don't get me wrong. But the W, w and L columns are all I really all care about. Yeah,
1: the other day. Um,
0: and then a team that did jump up seven spots on my list, the Giants at 25. Um, Which I'll
1: take that. Like, I, I get that totally. <laughs>
0: they they looked really rough first six quarters of the season, like you were talking about off-mic. 6 0 <laughs> And they turned it on yeah. in the second half against the Cardinals. I know it's the Cardinals. I know it's my fucking 29th ninth ranked team. But they needed this. They needed the win, especially going into this Thursday night game tonight against the 49ers. Big implications if they get slaughtered tonight. I feel like confidence. Then you're done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be bad, bro. If it's another forty to zero
1: game, ah, oh, we're done. Yeah, we're done.
0: Like, but I don't think it will be. Don't get me. We're gonna get into predictions here after yeah. my list, and I, I actually. We'll have a little bit of a shocker. Not in terms... I don't think it's going to be an upset, but I think the the score is going to be Be closer closer. than people think. Take the under is what I'm going to say. But um, at 24, I have the Bengals. I know the Giants should be above the Bengals. It's just the Bengals have the better roster. I... I don't know. The Bengals could fall into oh, the yeah. bottom five. Yeah, I, thing. I totally
1: get that, though. They're a much better roster than us, better quarterback.
0: But, like, don't get me wrong. The Giants, if they put up a good fight and the Bengals lose again, the the, the Giants are going to overpass some of yeah. these teams, like the Chargers and the Browns. Um, but, like I said, 24 Bengals. 23 is going to be the Chargers. They dropped 21 spots on my list. <laughs> Um, obviously, you guys know if you listen to the first one, this list is based on weekly performances. It's going to smooth out probably around week 8, week 9. But probably sooner than that. Yeah, yeah at this so rate, yeah. Week yeah.
1: like 4, week 5.
0: And we talked about the Chargers. It's just Brandon Staley. He's the massive problem with that organization. Lost them this game. He's going to lose them every game down <laughs> the line. I mean, they have the roster to win a Super Bowl, sure, but they yeah. just don't have a coach. Um, and then at 22, just because they are 1-1, one and one, I'm going to go with the Browns. They look terrible this past week. Deshaun Watson is facing suspension again due to like putting his hands on an official. <laughs> is he actually?
1: Yeah. I don't know if they're actually like, looking to suspend them.
0: No, like there, there's a thing wow. like potentially four games. Oh my what? Yeah. What? Dude, did you you didn't see the video? No, I saw like, it. Like yeah. he swatted at the, the ref. Um, and I know he already got fined. So there's there's people that are, you know, definitely looking into that, and that could fuck up the Browns season even more. And this guy's gonna get even colder. He's he hasn't looked like he once did. No. And I don't know if I trust the Browns I feel like he forward. could.
1: Like, he has the ability to do it. but like, I think
0: it's in between the years, bro. I think it's... Be. After I th- everything that happened... I, I literally... Like, I don't think it's even his football IQ. I think he's, like... He's just changed. You know? Like, he yeah. he's lost that... Maybe not that step, but... That mental... Like, Fortitude. Yeah.
1: Facts. No, I, I, I get that. Like, it does kind of look like that when you watch him. Like, he's, he just looks like... Not, the, not what he used to be. He's not, like, it, yeah. he's not
0: enthusiastic. He's not... He just looks bland, bro. Like, that's the best way to put it. Like, he just looks like a bland quarterback getting paid $230 million. Yeah, that's uh, a great way to explain that. And that's why I have a more exciting quarterback ahead of him with the Indianapolis Colts. Twenty I've ranked 21, a guy I think could be miles better than Deshaun Watson in terms of career. Um, obviously, he did get knocked out of this game. Gardner Minshew did finish the game very effectively. Um, but I, I do like the Colts. I think that they could actually be a sneaky playoff team. I already talked about it when you were doing your list. It, if Ar stays healthy and this defense is able to maintain pace, like a bend don't break, they have the
1: division to do it. So they do. I think In the right division to do it. For if sure. they catch the Jags like the Chiefs did, they got they they lost to the Jags week one, but they, they'll have to beat them next time and they'll have to sweep the rest of the division. But I mean. We'll see. I, I think they're in the right division to do it. Like if it's any division, it's this one.
0: <laughs> and people are gonna shit on my next two spots here. But at rank twenty, I do have the Broncos. I did see upside. I saw I saw thirty-two points scored. They,
1: they should have won. Let's be real. They, they should have won. Yes. Don't get me wrong. And they blew a twenty-one to three lead or some shit like that. It was. It was.
0: And I I believe in Sean Payton. That's the only reason why I have them this high. I think he can manage some wins this season. And if if need be, package Russ. I, I mean, next season, bro, get him <laughs> out of there, and because Sean Payton's not thinking about oh that's my that's my QB. He's thinking about trying to turn this organization around. That's how yeah. Sean Payton is. Um, and, and then I guess moving forward to number nineteen in my power rankings, I have the Titans. They did come away with a win. Shout out to Ryan Tannehill. He this is probably the highest they'll get this season. Um, I, I just he had a good game, man. Like he he had a good game. Back to back game and, for sure. You know, as long as Derrick Henry there, Derrick Henry and Mike Rabel were there. They'll be a top twenty-five team, but I don't think they're gonna go they're gonna, gonna go above. <laughs> no. They're gonna go they're gonna go they're not gonna go above 19, 18 I, I don't just think so. not with Ryan Tannehill, but he did have a good game against the Chargers. He do he always does play good against division opponents, but they're, I, not,
1: they're not division. They're
0: they wait, they're not? Oh, okay. Is that conference? Yeah, Same conference? Know, yeah. yeah. No, it's weird that like sometimes I notice like he'll have that remember when they were thirteen and three? Yeah,
1: you know, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. And yeah. he'll like it was the 8th championship yeah. that year. Lost to the Chiefs. Week,
0: like, first round bye, and then they yeah. got annihilated. Yeah, yeah, like
1: two years in a row. Th- three
0: picks, and then week yeah. one he throws three picks, and then he throws, I think, three touchdowns against the Chargers. So it's just strange how bipolar he's been the past two years. Looks like he's going to do that again this year. But um, I guess moving forward to number 18, I'm going to give you the Rams. Uh, they did take the L this week, but they still look good with all those rookies we talked about, Stafford's playing good ball. Sean McVay, as long as he's there, they're going to compete, especially in that division. Um, so I mean, they they had a good they had a good you know showing even in the loss, twenty three points. I mean, that's not bad. But you would like I to see them, yeah, so
1: that's impressive.
0: You would like to see them eventually bring that uh, break that loss streak against the 49ers, But they, honestly, I think this is a good spot for them. Um, they sh- they probably should be higher. But uh, and, me, and me personally, I think I saw the Sealers play better defense this past week. That's for why they're sure. at seventeen. No, yeah, for sure. So, I, you know, and the Steelers' offense doesn't look too crazy, but like you said, George Pickens looks good. Their rush attack, we talked about Najee Harris looking bad. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, They're really, like, lackluster on offense. Najee Harris in week one and two in fantasy at 5.3 and 5.3. That's terrible. I know. But they're beginning like a third round.
0: The Steelers' defense is the only reason they're at 17 for me. TJ Watt, and we talked about all those monsters they have on that defensive side of the ball, and and they're just genuinely always going to produce. Number sixteen, I have the Ravens. They're two and zero. You got to give him credit. You know, Lamar's playing okay ball to win them games. He's not losing them games. I just he's looked a little lackluster to me. But in terms of the rush attack, it looks like he can kind of keep that afloat as usual. But it's just the same old thing that we were used to. Like he's going to have to be relied on more than you know more than what you would want in terms of the whole game. Because I want to I want to see him step in the pocket and. And make some dimes. And, and I, he's not going to be able to do that all the time if he's running for his life. But Zay Flowers looks like you said, potentially, uh, you know, maybe an offensive rookie of the year candidate if he keeps up pace. Yeah, I for mean, sure. same with Jackson Smith and Jigba. But I like Zay over him right now. Yeah, Zay Flowers looks nasty. Um, and then number 15, I have Washington. You guys know out there I've been very high on the quarterback, Sam Howell. Uh, but also Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson. They have a good O line, solid O line, um, decent tight end depth. But their their defense is what's really kind of, you know, kind of showing that they can actually, w- like, win those stops and clutch moments, but also keep, like, electrifying players. Like, what you would say in Russell Wilson, like they just did at bay. Like, he was making good throws on the run and extending plays, and, you know, when it mattered, right they made needs. the
1: stops, you know? Shit, the fucking Hail Mary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: And they, somehow and their defense they were getting shit on in the first half and they turned it around so i think that this team is built to handle adversity very well with Ron Rivera at how maybe he'll get fired at some point but i think you know this guy brought a team to a super bowl he coached Cam Newton and Luke Kuechly. this guy knows what he's you know he's been around success yeah for sure so i i am going to i'm going to give this team more credit than probably most but i think they're a good team at 15 um, at number fourteen, I have the Saints. They're two and zero, but they're lackluster. I'm only they're only at fourteen because they're two and zero. Derek Carr looks mid. We talked about that a little bit already. At thirteen, I have the New England Patriots. Their offense wow. looks completely different, in my opinion. I actually have a lot of hope for them this year. Not uh, maybe not to go and win a playoff game, but to be contest like to be a contender uh, for that like the division. You know, runaways and the Bills and the Dolphins. I think they'll put up a fight against those teams later on in the season. And I think we'll have probably maybe Mac Jones' best season on paper this year. Um, so I, that's why I hold them highly. I know they've you know resulted in the best win-loss column. I think they're one and one right now. 0 and 2. 0 and 2. Okay, that's maybe they're too high on my list, but I just think I've seen a lot of production out of the team in general. They they've kept it close. They haven't been slaughtered. They played two really tough teams already, the Eagles and then the Dolphins. So That's rough. That's, that's rough. something to think about. And, he, and Bill Belichick kept it close and respectable. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then at number 12, I have the Tambay Buccaneers. We already did a Bucs episode already. Make sure you're checking that out. But uh, they they played really high-quality ball, confident ball on offense. The defense has played very well. Just, like, like maybe even better than last year, honestly. Uh, Levante that's David, armed, yeah. yeah, they look solid, bro. That D-line looks really good. Vita Vea. Uh Kolaje Kansi, hopefully he'll be back for week 3. I know he had that little injury week 2. Um but you know, let's see, you know, let's see what our defense can really do. We're going to play tougher teams. We have a tough schedule ahead, but we'll get into the predictions after my list like I said. Um and then at number 11, I have the Packers down 3 spots because they should have won this game against the Falcons, but I still think they're a top 15 team. For sure. You talked about Jordan Love being the most efficient quarterback in the league right now, and I think that's accurate. Um, and obviously with Matt LaFleur, they have a really good coach who went 13-3 and three, two years in a row, um, two championship appearances. I mean, this guy's a good coach. Uh, You've you got to give him props. And with a young quarterback, this is kind of like a clean slate for him. So I think this is like – and I, I talked about this in the power rankings, and you guys, you know, even you were like, oh, you know, hold your horses on the credibility. The Lions shouldn't be too scared, but I'm scared of this team. They do have a really good defense. And they have to be. They've,
1: they've been good for so long. And their offense a threat, is for sure.
0: is, a, is efficient. It, it, despite, you know, the touchdown, how the touchdowns are gotten, I know that's an argument you can dive they're deep scoring. into, but you know, they're that's winning. They they're
1: scoring, they're,
0: they're making plays. They're winning, they, they're they 1-1, they're not 0-2 like some of these other teams. you got to give them credit, and you got to give Jordan Love credit for playing really a great start to the season. Um, and then at my number 10 spot, a team that increased 14 spots is the Buffalo Bills. 31 points, I mean a massive 180 like you said. No, nothing else really needs to be said. They destroyed the Raiders. Um, at number nine, I have the Seahawks, who are up 13 spots. Uh, they played a hell of a game on defense. I, I you know, I, we can praise Geno. He had like a clean, efficient game. 116 QBR. Um, it, good, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, two touchdowns, no picks. Did have that fumble, but he did recover it. Didn't get lost. But it, honestly, with the rookies and receivers he has, I expect him to put up these points. But honestly, it was the fact that the Detroit Lions defense just couldn't get to him. Their O-line played phenomenal, even with both of their starting tackles out. So it was one of those games where I was like, "Damn, how does that? You know, how do we not win?" You know. But props to the Seahawks; they will be a, a contender, in my opinion, with that defense and Jackson Smith and Njigba, Like you said, he's leading in some categories as a rookie. You got to give him credit, and you got to give Geno credit for opening that opportunity up. You know, playing good ball with him. And even though he had a rough week one, I think he's going to have a really good season. Um, but the Lions, I'm going to have them at eight still. I think they're a better roster, a better team. The Lions are, the Lions are down uh, five spots in my list because of this loss. I know Jared had that pick six, but honestly, you could argue he was making some of the best throws all weekend. That one throw to Josh Reynolds, he zipped it in there, like through zone coverage. It was a beauty. Like, that was a beauty. Uh, and obviously, Ra had over 100 yards. Want to see Jameer more active, but David Montgomery got the workload, bruised his thigh, so he's a little limited in practice right now. Um,
1: maybe missed his next game or so.
0: I, I don't think they didn't put him on IR or anything, no, so
1: he'll he'll play yeah.
0: I think Jameer is probably going to get the workload of this week, um, but yeah, the Lions. I think if our defense stepped up, we would have We would we would have won that game against Seattle. Uh, it was a really fun overtime game. Honestly, if you're a football fan, you got to just appreciate that. Those are two teams probably on the same level in terms of talent, quality, and coaching. Um, and and I, I think that was a really good head-to-head matchup that we might see in the playoffs you know, this year. So this might for be a sure. sneak peek yeah. that I hope Ben Johnson took some notes. it be a fun one, too. I hope Aaron Glenn took some fucking notes. And they, they, they're getting ready for the Seattle defense because that's I what... I think would be the next time, for sure. I, I think so, too. Because Goff looked al- He was dicing him up. He was. It's just that pick six. Should have beat him. They should have. They should have is the defense did not get the stop they needed in crucial time in the fourth quarter. Rivers. Yeah, the, the fumbles really hurt. Um, and then obviously the pick six did not help, but that was... That's the score right there. Yeah. Literally. But again, when you, when you look into the circumstances and the play-by-play, if the Lions stopped them one time in the fourth quarter, one time and gave us the opportunity... We came back and tied it up to get to OT, but if we got the stop before that... Different story. Uh, different different game, like you said. But it's all a what-if situation. We should have won the game. That's why I have him one rank higher. At number seven, the Jags stayed the same. I still think that was a dud week uh, for the Jags. I think they're going to be an electrifying offense. They have a really good defense as well. Doug Peterson is a great coach. Nothing really much to be said. Nine points. That won't happen again this year. Number six, the Chiefs went up nine spots since last week for me. Uh, obviously, you know, a gritty win. Mahomes looked a little off in his completion percentage. But uh, he had that pick. Two picks in two weeks for him. It's a little, you know, kind of strange for Patrick Mahomes, but he still won the game handedly. Kadarius Tony didn't have those big drops. Uh, overall, just a better week for their offense. They won. Still, you know, two back-to-back weeks with only 17 points for that offense. So something a little weary, even with Travis Kelsey in. So uh, I'm going to throw that out there. But they are still a respectable club, and I have to have them in the top six uh, just because of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Uh, but I will say this the Falcons have increased three spots. They're in my top five. That rush attack is the best in the league, even better than Christian McCaffrey's. They have two running backs that can literally do <laughs> anything. Yeah. And it's working exponentially. And we're seeing them have a quarterback play in the system. And Desmond Ritter, I know people aren't too high on him, but I think he can do what you can ask of him, and, which is the bare minimum. And there's nothing wrong with that because that's what Brock Purdy's doing. But he's doing some extra as well. Yeah, for sure. And that's why they're, you know, obviously my number one right now. But. You know, the Falcons deserve to be at the top five. They're and 2-0. They've played really good ball. They beat the Packers. That was a good game. Nothing else to really be said. Eagles are increased by two spots at number four. Um, I have to have them at number four. Just their pass offense looked really bad. But their rush attack looked insane. Defense looked really good when it needed to be. Jalen Carter, menace. Uh, their defense is insane. That's all you really got to say. Uh, number three, I have the Cowboys increasing one spot. At number 3, and I think just overall, guys they have only had 10 points scored on them in two weeks, that's all you really got to say. Brandon Aubrey, their kicker, scored more than half of their points in week 2. I mean, that's crazy. Uh, and then number 2, I have the Dolphins. I know they came with the win, they're 2-0, 24-17 over the Patriots, but I still think they have, you know, one of the best teams in the league. They went down one spot in my power rankings, um, and the 49ers went up four spots, and they're at my number 1 for every reason we've already discussed and I think that's honestly that's my list honestly it, 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 I know it's a little crazy right now everyone but it'll smooth out for sure. Yeah. and like I had to preface it is genuinely one of the lists where it does fluctuate because I'm basing it on just week one performance based on two week two performance and I'm kind of changing it and modifying it as I go whereas Logan you kind of brought in the whole grand spectrum of things and that's like the logistical way to do it so this is just to keep it fun but uh, we can get into our predictions for week three let me pull those up here. Um, obviously today, September 21st, 8:15 p.m. on Amazon Prime Video, the New York Football Giants are going to be taking on the San Francisco 49ers in San Fran. So this is a big game for everyone.
1: Niners are minus 10 and a half. <laughs> minus 10 and a half.
0: They're minus 10 and a half. That is that is not fair.
1: I mean, I get it. I get it.
0: I do too. I I just I'm going to go ahead and say the 49ers win this. Not outright, but I think it's going to be 28 to 21. Okay. That's my score. And I'm at Wait, I don't know. Might actually be 24 to like 17. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. So if like the over is like 43 points, don't take it.
1: Over over under is 44.
0: Go under in my opinion. In I my think, opinion.
1: In my opinion. I think it'll be like 31 to 20, maybe maybe we score less points than that. Maybe like 31 to 13, something like that. So um, you are taking the over. Yeah, I'll take the over, and I don't think we're gonna cover the spread. Uh, we definitely can, you know. I mean, 10 points—that's a lot to lose by. 11 points, I guess. But it's the Niners, and we we looked bad. Like I know we won last week, really, but we we looked bad, so. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say like either 31 to 20 or 31 to 13, something like that. Obviously, the Niners. I'm taking the win, but I'm gonna take my team, of course. But do I think we're gonna win? No. Um, yeah, I mean, the keys to the game for us. I mean, Saquon's out. Andrew Thomas is out. Just get pressure on Purdy. Stop the run. Just, <laughs> I mean, what can we do?
0: I mean, you gotta slow the game down. One of the phases of their offense, you're gonna have to stop. If it's the pass game, do it. If it's the rush game, do it. But if you can't stop both, you're fucking, you're fucked.
1: I will say, uh, their guards have like the lowest ranked guards in the NFL right now. So that's, you know, maybe Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence, and Nacho and Aishon Robinson can make some impact, but we'll see. I don't know.
0: You gotta hope for that. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But the first game of Sunday, September 24th, is the Denver Broncos taking on the Miami Dolphins at Miami. I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins yeah. here. Um, I would probably take the over in this game, both of these teams. 48 eight and a half Yeah, I would take the over in that. Both these teams have been scoring a lot. Um, but I'm going to take the Dolphins probably 31 to like 20,
1: 28. Dolphins are minus minus six and and a half. 31, 28 so the Denver Broncos will cover the spread. Yeah. I, I think the Broncos
0: can put up points. I think they can cover the spread. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so too.
1: I think it... Honestly, 6.5. I mean, the Dolphins win by a touchdown. Yeah, I don't think the Broncos will cover the spread. I do think they, they can cover the spread. I don't think they will. I think it will be like 35-17 to 17 or something like that. Uh, Dolphins are a much better team than Denver. Uh, it just sucks that you, know, you see Denver go down to 0-3, but that's football. It is football.
0: Um, the next game on Sunday is going to be the New England Patriots taking on the New York Jets at MetLife. Um, at one o'clock, obviously, New England's favored to win, and I'm going to take New England in yeah, this game. Minus um,
1: two and a half only, though.
0: I, I think the I think the New England Patriots are about to dominate these guys. This is a
1: bet under game, though, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be. It's, it's been like that the past three years. Bet under, under in this. Everybody. I'm taking
0: the Patriots twenty-one to ten it's in this game.
1: Thirty-seven is under. Yeah, right? I'm under. Yeah, yeah. I agree. 10. I agree. Like twenty-one ten, something like that. Twenty-one to seven, something like that. Zach yeah. Wilson. Free picks. Bet bet for on prize picks or whatever. Bet under Zach Wilson passing yards.
0: Yeah,
1: depending on what it is, it was like 160 yards and okay. Yeah, that's that's the I, I
0: still would probably bet under on that. I, if you're bet under on everything on Zach Wilson, <laughs> free money, free money. The man sucks, but um, I guess we can get into the third game. Well, these are all one o'clock games, but these are how they're slated online. But the Houston Texans will take on the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Jacksonville's favored to win this game. I'm gonna take Jacksonville minus nine. uh I don't know about that.
1: I could be closer than you think. Maybe like it's like seven point game.
0: I I don't know. I I think the Texans are a very gritty team, and I want to give them respect here. But I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are gonna steamroll them on their first matchup. Yeah. I think it's gonna be twenty eight to probably seventeen, maybe maybe thirteen, maybe twenty eight to thirteen. I'm gonna say like twenty eight to nine or something. Okay. Something like that. Okay. I think I think six. CJ gets a touchdown. You know, maybe. Maybe one,
1: yeah.
0: Um, but yeah. No, over is forty
1: four. Yeah. I don't think I don't think we'll cover that. Maybe no. maybe I don't, I don't think they'll cover that though. Take the under, and then Jags minus nine. Uh, like I said, what I say twenty eight to nine or something. Yeah, sort of, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't think the Texans will cover the spread then. No,
0: I don't. I don't think so either. I, I just think their defense might make some cool plays, but I don't think their offense think is going to be sacks. able. Sacks. Yeah, I don't think their offense is going to be able to do much though against the Jags. overalls. Jaguars.
1: The talent, the talent, it definitely is hurt now too. So. The talent different, different like it's, they're much better. If I'm you, I'm sorry, If
0: I'm anyone out there, I would probably heavily play Evan Ingram this week.
1: Calvin Ridley, yeah, I mean, you have Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. I'd have to start Christian Kirk if I were you. No, no I, I don't know. I don't know. It's I don't know. They might be up early. let run the
0: ball and shit. I don't know. We'll see. I really don't know with those receivers, man. But um, the next game is going to be the Tennessee Titans taking on the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Under, <laughs> under. <laughs> under, entirely. This game is going to be probably won by the Tennessee Titans, thirteen to seven.
1: Browns are minus three and a half.
0: I'm not taking the Browns in this. I think
1: Cleveland, but I just don't trust. Yeah, I, I think I got Titans as well. Yeah, yeah I, I just, I, <sighs> I don't know. It'd be like,
0: that's high. Uh, uh, can it be a tie? Yeah. <laughs> nine, yeah. nine. Like,
1: if, if any game this year would be a tie, I think it would be this one. <laughs> it might be. But I also think maybe the Titans can win because they have the running the running game now that Chubb out, like and they also Derrick have the, Henry. they also
0: have a better coach. So yeah. I, I'm going to take a like a field goal win here, twelve to like six. <laughs> um, ten, the Titans take the under. Don't bet anything on this game.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say like, well, let's see, the Titans lost. Fifteen to sixteen, week one, I think. I'm gonna say like seventeen to fifteen, some okay. shit like that. Okay. Some weird shit like that. It's thirty nine point five is over. If you have 100. any player on your
0: fantasy on either of these
1: teams, Special. bench them. Some <laughs> Derrick Henry, maybe. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, he might have like eighty yards, ninety yards, but the, the Browns do have a good defense. But this might just be a shit fight, a like a, a shit fest, bro, or, or like Southern people, like shit fire, you know. <laughs> um, but the next game. This is a fun game, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, game of the week, probably one, one o'clock sleep.
0: Yeah, the Atlanta Falcons are in Detroit at Ford Field, taking on the Detroit Lions.
1: Lions are minus three. Only minus. I don't know.
0: I don't know. It's very strange because this is going to be a game of attrition. Mm-hmm. Who is going to get tired on defense first? Because mm-hmm. both of these teams have very high-powered offenses. I'm betting the over one thousand percent in this game. And a half definitely, definitely. Yeah, this is going to come down to the for wire.
1: Sure. Yeah, I'm thinking about for sure.
0: I'm th- I'm taking the Lions, obviously. 34-28. I think if you have Bajon, please start him uh, if I'm you. Because like once he breaks out to the outside, we have besides Brian Branch and. And Jack Campbell, we have no one that's going to make that tackle. Kirby Joseph's going to just throw his whole body at him, but he's just going to – I love you, Kirby, but don't <laughs> – please don't. You know, let, Wait for tackle help. Uh, he's going to run over this defense uh, this weekend. But we are going to respond. If you have Jared Goff, Amon Ra, or even Josh Reynolds, sleeper in Josh Reynolds, he might have a decent game. Uh, just respect our pass attack because yeah, I, don't, I, I don't think any defense this year – is going to be completely prepared to match up against Ben Johnson's so pass attack. Maybe
1: the Niners and Cowboys. Niners and Cowboys for sure, they can match up to anybody, but we will see. Eagles, I mean it's, it's tough. It's a good offense. It's top a, five offense in my opinion right now.
0: I think so too. Jared Goff is top five in every statistical category. Um, he obviously is tied he tied for third most third third most consecutive passes without an interception. Obviously that was broken with the pick six against Seattle last weekend, but it was like three hundred and ninety three passes. That's amazing. Yeah. He was in company of Tom Brady and Tom Peyton Manning yeah. and Dan Marino. You gotta love it. Um, Tom Brady multiple
1: times. Yeah, and <laughs> <Aaron laughs> Rodgers probably too at some point.
0: I think he was number five actually, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. It,
1: no way. He's not. He's definitely up there, man. Doesn't I, really I think those he picks. had like
0: over like he had like over 250 consecutive passes. Yeah, yeah. But just the fact that he almost reached 400, he almost broke the record 409. Uh, shout Brady, out to Jerry. Right? Uh, I think it's Brady and Peyton tied. Yeah. Really? Or, yeah, I think it's a tie for that. Really? Because he Jared's wow. tied with two other guys. Peyton uh, and Tom and, like, again, yeah. Tom Brady <laughs> from, like... Because they also list the years they did yeah. it through. Um, but it was pretty pretty cool to see Jared get up there. It's well-deserved.
1: He'll probably be there again soon, honestly. I mean, I, I hate, there'd be really those picks.
0: Not recently. Yeah. You know? Not with the Lions. This is,
1: what, first pick in, like, 13 games or some shit yeah. like that? Yeah. Quite like, literally. He'll be there again soon. That's
0: why I'm not upset about the pick six. That's why I'm not, like... Okay, like, I know it probably... It sucks, up. yeah, it sucks. It but, like, but like, our defense should have stepped up to the plate as well that game. They should have made a turnover, made a stop, a pick themselves, but they just couldn't. But I, I think I'm going to take the Lions in this game. Bet the over, though.
1: Yeah, my prediction, uh, I'm going to take the Lions, but I'm going to say like 38-34, something, mm. something like that. 38-31, 38-34, 38-30, something like that. Okay. Um, I think the Lions are just slightly a better team, but if they can't stop the run... I can see I can even see the Falcons just literally quite literally running away with it cuz that's a tough run defense it is and if they're just running the ball it means Aiden is not getting the chance to rush the passer um I don't know. It's going to be an interesting game for sure. This Definitely. is going to be...
0: Because Alex Angeloni, a guy that's being slept on right now, you look at his stats for the first two weeks, he might be one of the top seven linebackers in the league, and I know that's crazy to say, but like he's been playing lights out. not much
1: competition with the linebackers right now in the NFL. No,
0: but this is a game where I would particularly enjoy to see a change up in formation. You know what they're going to be doing. Force oh, for sure. them, Force for sure. Desmond to throw the ball. Bijan's John's is that good, though. He is. He is. And if they he have...
1: steps out, Algier comes in, like... Oh. And he's
0: the speed... He, they're both speed, bro. They're, they're, they just have a crazy combo there. Speed and power, really. And... Other than lightning. What I was saying was, like, if they're able to, like, implement an extra linebacker in some of these downs, like, get someone else in the box. Like, force Desmond to make a throw. Like, please. Like, actually... will really have to do. Because I know I was shitting on Cam Sutton in week one, but he's only, like... He, those were his only bad plays throughout this season. He's actually been locked down. He did do really well against D.K. Metcalf week two. Uh, the, the main emergers were Tyler Lockett and Jackson Smith. Um, yeah, and, and it was one of those things that I think that Cam Sutton, if if he's stepping up to the plate, this is the time to really show that our defense can lock down the pass game, get a pick off Desmond, you know, get a turnover touchdown. This is the time to do it. Force a fumble. Like, you, you have to create a play against this offense to switch momentum, especially with this rush attack. But um, anything else you add on this game? Nothing. All right. We'll get into this next Sunday uh, Sunday afternoon game. The uh, New Orleans Saints are at uh, Lambeau Field, facing off against the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay's favored to win. But this is actually where I'm, I might take an upset and a gritty win, um, because I actually do like the Saints' defense. It's played above average, um, and I think this will be one of Honestly, maybe one of uh, Jordan Love's first big testaments because this is it's a good gritty, defense. this is a gritty defense that um, he's gonna have to face off against. <clears throat> but I'm gonna take this in a low-scoring game, twenty-four, twenty-one.
1: I was gonna ask you the over/under is forty-two and a half. What do you think? See, twenty-four, twenty-one. He's gonna cover that.
0: I think they could cover that. I 42 think forty-two and
1: a half. I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I think they could cover that. Uh, Packers are minus two. Ah, uh, I, I do think it's gonna be a gritty game. I think like twenty-four. 24- 24 22 something like that 28 27 something like that. So that I feel like this minus 2 is a trap. Last week um I think against the uh Falcons the Pac- like one of them was like minus 2 or minus 3 and they won by one point. Mm. So like it's, it's a trap. Like that's why I like I'm not don't touch that don't touch that 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 line. Yeah. Because I do think it might be like a 28 27 game, a 24 23. One of the 20, 21 20. Yeah. Something like that. But I do think the Packers are going to win. I think they're a better team, better okay. quarterback, better just coached right now. Yeah. Um, I can see it going either way, honestly, yeah. though. You know, may, maybe maybe Jordan Love does his first pick or something. I hope not. Knock on wood. I'm sorry. I'm a fantasy this week because I have Daniel Jones against the Niners. I'm not sorry. I'm against that with no Saquon or no AT. Smart. So, yeah, I mean, I'm riding, I'm riding with Jordan Love. Um, banking on him to have another efficient performance, but I don't know. We'll see. We will. The next game on
0: Sunday is the Buffalo Bills taking on the Washington Commanders at Washington. Uh, the Commanders are 2-0, and and this is a team I believe in. This is their first real test of the season. I'm going to take the Commanders because I've been talking really? highly about them. I'm going to take them, and we're going to see a Buffalo Bills that we saw week one because the Commanders can do something that you know the Jets were doing, create pressure, and they can get in Josh Allen's face, force him to make errant throws. And, you know, I, I believe in the Commanders. I believe in a Ron Rivera coach defense. I think it's always going to be a bend-don't-break. And I think Sam Howell can turn it up. You said a lot of the pieces on Buffalo were stepping down. They need to inject the youth into that defense. But not That's stepping secondary. down. Yeah, th- And I think he can elevate maybe his receivers in this game a little bit. you got to watch out for Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson. Uh, I'm going to take the Commanders here. I'm probably going to bet the under in this game. I think this will be a gritty game. Twenty three do not take that. I think I'm going to take the Commanders 24-to-like. Like, like
1: 16, bro. Really? Yeah. You're expecting a bad performance from Josh Allen. Yeah.
0: No, I think he'll get a touchdown, but he'll probably get a pick, and then, you know, the rush attack will probably stutter. Yeah, probably two. You never know. You really don't ever know with Josh Allen. That's why I don't believe in the Bills. I just don't know. You saw week one, and then you saw week two. What are you going to get week three, yeah. you know? So I'm going to take the Commanders, who have been consistent in
1: fighting and winning games. Yeah. Me, personally, the Bills are minus six and a half. I think they'll win by more than that. I I, I think they're a much better team than commanders. Uh, I think ultimately it'll come down to quarterback play, but I don't see why Josh Allen won't dice up that secondary. I know they have a good front seven but the secondary and Emmanuel Forbes has been the worst first round rookie corner. Um, which isn't well I mean Christian Gonzalez is the top three corner raid right now in the NFL. Deontay Banks is looking locked down, Devon is looking locked down. So it's not saying much about, you know, um Emmanuel Forbes but this is Stephon Diggs we're talking about. This is... Gabe Davis has been playing well this season. Uh, uh, Dawson Knox and Kincaid, that tight end duo, is playing well. Um, even getting some contributions out of Khalil Shakir and guys like that. So, I don't see why Josh won't dice up this secondary. It's, I guess, like you said, depends on that defensive line, how much he's getting hit. Because that's, that's when he makes mistakes. Is when if they can pressure. get pressure. yeah. And, and, and we saw in week one, Josh Allen would, even with, when not under pressure, just chuck it up into double coverage and get picked off. Um... But I, I do think the Bills will win this game. I think Sam will probably. I think he, he might have a rough game against this def, this pass rush, this defensive line. He's going to yeah. get hit for sure. Um, Vaughn, I, I haven't heard much news about him, but he might even be back this week. I, I don't know. I, I'm not looking into that. He might be on IR actually. Um, but either way, Gregory Russo, Leonard Floyd, they're holding. They're holding it down. Matt Milano, I think he's going to have a pick or something. He's going to have. He's going to force a turnover. Like he's that guy is just so good. Um, but I think Bills are going to win convincingly. I do think the like they'll they'll go over over and under at forty three and a half, but I think it's going to be like thirty one to thirty one to seventeen, something like that. Thirty one to fourteen, something mm, like that. Sleeping I, on the commanders. I, I, I think I think they'll win convincingly. Okay. I don't think they'll be able to keep this up. with This is
0: the first offense. test for the commanders, is, so this yeah, we'll see. Um, but the next game for Sunday is going to be the Los Angeles Chargers going and traveling to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Oh, what a game this is! Both zero and two. What a game this is! Both coaches are you know, not Kevin O'Connell is good, but Brandon Staley is mid. Both zero and two teams. I'm going to take the Chargers here, probably winning twenty eight to like twenty one. Um, Over unders
1: fifty
0: four. Don't take that honestly. No, I, think so. I, I wouldn't. It might turn into like a shit fire fest. I, I don't know. Both offenses are really good. Actually, defenses. That's what I'm
1: saying. Like, might be like both teams in the 30s. Yeah,
0: honestly. The Chargers in the past couple weeks. I'll take the Chargers 31 to the Vikings like 28. So maybe take the over. But I don't know. I'm not confident right now in either of these teams because of
1: coaching issues and and just performances. The Vikings are minus one. (laughs) What? Yeah. Wow. Minus one. Like, that's... That's tight. I know. I know. Don't touch that. I know. Like, that, I don't know. Don't I don't touch know about that this game. One. Whichever team loses, I mean, they're hitting the panic button. Like, you're 0 3, like, yeah. in a tough division. You're hitting the panic button. Like, I think I'm going to go with the Chargers just because they can't go to 0 3. Like, they can't. Honestly, if they go to 0 3, it might be, my state might be done. Like Yeah. But it's in Minnesota. I don't know. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I do think I'm going to go with the Chargers. Honestly, that over-under 54. I think it'll be like 35, 30, 32. So, something like that. Okay. Uh, might just be on who which defense gets gorsed in the last minute of the game to give up a field goal to lose. I, I don't know. It's going to go either way. But, like I said, both these, both these teams can't afford a loss. Start every receiver in this yeah, game. Yeah, honestly. You have. Start, so if, you have, if you have Kirk or Herbert, start them. If you have the receivers, start them. Like, it might be a little shootout. It probably will be. And I think both teams are going to be... Fighting for that first win, they need it. Both teams need it desperately, but I think I'm gonna give the edge yes to the Chargers. But it can go either way. Okay,
0: I agree with that. I'm gonna we're gonna move on to this next game here. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts are traveling to Baltimore. Um, this is the final one o'clock game of Sunday, and they're taking on the Baltimore Ravens. I'm gonna take a shocker here. I'm gonna take
1: AR. Okay, I'm taking you might the not
0: Colts. Play, though. I, I, A concussion protocol facts. So
1: if if AR plays, you'll take them. What if he doesn't play?
0: If AR plays, I'm taking the Colts 28 to 17. But if he doesn't play, I'm going to take the Ravens 21 to like 14,
1: something like that. Um, Ravens are minus eight.
0: I don't know. I, I I wouldn't touch. I wouldn't touch that in this game because I don't know if AR is playing. And obviously, we don't know the news on that. But like, I I personally. If he's playing, take the Colts, man. I think he has the more upside. Like right now with this offense, and honestly, I like their offense a little more than the. I know Zay Flowers has been going off. I don't know. I, I know the Ravens are two and zero, but I like the upside with the offense of the Colts. It looks interesting and I it looks know. fun to me, man. I think they can win some games against really good teams this year, and I think this could be one of them. Like yeah, I, mean, I, it I be, think it, it could be. be.
1: Yeah, I think it, might, it could look key like be a trap game for the Ravens.
0: And if they go two and one, I mean that gives a you know that gives the Steelers and Bengals like oh thank God, you know they're they're They'll have to get a win too though yeah they will but I'm gonna take the Colts here uh, if AR is playing again if he's playing uh, probably like 28 to like 21 or 28 to 17. Okay,
1: me personally over is 45 I, I think I go over I bet over on that um, but I'm gonna take the Ravens either way I, I just think their more their team is more ready but I I I agree with you I think the Colts definitely could win this game. The Ravens, they're they're a good team, but they're not perfect. They have flaws, you know. Lamar has some fuck ups. He also, have, he also like I said last week, he had some fuck ups, but also dominated towards the end of the end of the game second half. Um, but it might come down to time possession. This is two run heavy teams. Yeah. Um. Turnovers, time, yeah, time possession, and whoever gets stifled on defense more, you know, like I am gonna take the Ravens though, and honestly, I, I could see this. Going under, Like, I, I could see a more low-scoring game on, like, a 21-17, something like that. But I'm going to say the Ravens, I'm going to say 27-17. That would be my prediction. So, I don't think the Colts will cover the spread. I think okay. yeah, 27-17, like, something like that. Like, either way, if AR plays, if AR doesn't play 27-13, 27-10. Something like that. I, I don't know.
0: And the first game of Sunday night is the Carolina Panthers.
1: It's four, 4 o'clock Sunday.
0: 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock Sunday, the first,
1: yeah. 4, four o'clock, or the, Sunday evening. We'll yeah, yeah, Sunday
0: evening. Um, at 4.05, the Carolina Panthers are traveling to Seattle to play the Seahawks.
1: They're about to get annihilated. So, some news that just came out, mm. Bryce Young hasn't practiced in two days. <laughs>
0: they're getting annihilated.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: oh my God. Seahawks are
1: minus six. That's it.
0: It's They're going to destroy I'd say them. like,
1: uh, the Panthers might put up like three points.
0: Maybe six points if that. It might be a shutout, bro. I'm gonna take the Seahawks 21. Might be like 31 to zero, <laughs> something yeah. like that. Yeah, they're in Seattle. Yeah, I'm gonna take them 31 to like seven, bro, over the Panthers. The over under 41 and
1: a half, and even then, like I don't know. <laughs>
0: I wouldn't take the over, but I think Seattle could definitely. If you're, if you have Andy Seattle Dalton. players, Andy Dalton's playing. Shit, so that's the backup. Yay!
1: <laughs> Just like Andy Dalton and Frank Reich, like ugh. Why, Yeah. Yeah, they might score well like six points.
0: If that, bro. Yeah.
1: It, oh, yeah, I mean, I'll go quick on this. Panthers will not cover the spread. Take the under. Uh, honestly, I don't know. Uh, it might be like, like you said, 31-6, to 31-3, 31-7, something like that. Maybe, yeah. maybe in a shutout. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, Panthers fans, I'm sorry. They have no first round pick. <laughs> They're 0 3 trending downward with Bryce Young injured.
0: Yeah, it's not looking too hot for the Carolina Panthers. So, I, I, this game's not even going to be an interesting primetime game. the Seahawks,
1: though. Yeah, no, they're
0: going to go 2-1. and one. They're going to look good. Yeah. Um, and another team that's going to go 2-1 and one is the team playing at home at 425. <laughs> the Chiefs taking on the visiting Chicago Bears. Chiefs are minus 12.5. Honestly, I don't think the Bears will cover that. Honestly, bro, there might be an opportunity for the Chiefs to legitimately score 40 points this game. Maybe like 40 to 14. <laughs> Is there's a there's a high chance of 10. it. I mean, I don't expect much out of the Bears at Arrowhead. Over um, runner's
1: 47 and a half. Honestly, I, I could see the Chiefs even like 27 to 10 or something like yeah, that.
0: I, don't know. I, I could see it like 27 to... I'm going to go the Chiefs 27 to like 13. I'll make it at least a little respectable. Yeah.
1: Uh, 12, 12 and a half, though, there's no way the Bears cover that. I mean, they could, honestly. That's it's a lot of points to... They can't even get out.
0: If they get humiliated here, like what happened? Yeah, I mean, Eifus
1: has gotta, gotta go. Like he's got to. Maybe give him like three more weeks for like. Oh and three again. Like uh, they, I mean, they started off what two and one last year and then ended three and fourteen. <laughs> they, something like that.
0: He's got. If they can't win more than three
1: games this year, bro, he should I be gone before that. Yeah, he should be. Um, but yeah, I think I'm gonna take the Chiefs like forty to ten, something like that. So that that'll cover the spread or the over under. But yeah, I mean. Easy easy pick here. Yeah. The
0: next game on 425... <laughs> is also a fucking <laughs> Yeah, this is another sleaze fest. The primetime week the games for week three suck. The Dallas Cowboys are visiting Arizona. <laughs> Cowboys are gonna win thirty five to probably fourteen. Minus twelve and a half as well. Don't take that t- forty three. T- take the over. Cowboys will get forty or thirty eight points and yeah, Cowboys, no brainer.
1: We don't even have to talk about this game. I- I'll give my score prediction real quick. I'm gonna say what would you say? I said 38 to like 14. I am going to say like
0: uh, 3 to 3. Mm. 3 to 6. Mm. Damn. Sorry, Arizona. That'll I'm so cover sorry. This red. Yeah, that will. So, I mean, free money there. Cover the over on Rams. Free money on all the primetime games, <laughs> honestly. And then there's another shitter at Sunday night. The Steelers take on Ugh. the Raiders at Vegas. Um, I'm taking the Steelers here. The they're, they're
1: actually favorite. Minus two and
0: a half. No, nah, the Steelers have a better defense, though. I think they'll shit on the Raiders. Probably 24 10. Oh, That's this my... is this is a
1: hideous game. Over under forty three. Bet under. Bet under. yeah. under. Yeah, I'm gonna say like twenty. Oh shit. Uh, like twenty to seventeen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Raiders. Steelers. Steelers. Ste- yeah. Steelers. Okay, it'll time, it'll come down to like Jimmy G throwing three picks because and then Kenny Pickett throwing two. So like one throws one more than the other. If like, you
0: have either defense, you good. You good.
1: There might be like two hundred fifty total passing yards this game, like, between both yeah. quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, no, I expect one of them to have it less than 200. Oh, can he pick it? Yeah, probably, but he'll win somehow. Yeah, somehow he'll win.
1: Um, Najee Harris, like, 13 rushing yards.
0: On five carries, but it's going to be a rough game either way. So, I would stay away from it, you know, if you're betting on, like, prize picks. Don't but start
1: any player in this o- these offenses than Devontae Adams. Please I mean, Obviously, if you try to Josh Jacobs start him. You put them that high, you have to start them. But like, yeah, I guess that defense, It's an ugly. Though. It's an ugly start. I'm sorry if yeah. you picked him.
0: And then we actually get into some good Monday night games. The yeah, Eagles, double header again. Yeah, another double header, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Monday, September 25th, the Eagles are taking on the Tampa Buccaneers in Tampa at 7:15 p.m. Philly is obviously favored. Minus four and a half. Minus four and a half. I, I at know. Tampa. I don't know. I'm taking the Bucks here. I got to take the Bucks, bro. Baker's been playing out of his mind. Their defense is playing really well. I think they can shut down the pass game like the Vikings did, but they really just got to shut out the running game as well. But I think Baker playing the way he has, man, I think I think they have the possibility to win a nice gritty game here, like twenty-one to like seventeen, like they did against the Vikings type shit. That's you know that's my score prediction. I think that's how it's gonna be, bro. Wow, okay. I, I think they'll beat the Eagles in Tampa, so and the Tampa, the Bucks fans down here are gonna be going fucking hell crazy. Hell yeah, bro.
1: I'm, I'm going crazy for them. They beat the Eagles, what? Yes, bro, Baker. Bro. It's like last year with Tom, like there was an expectation, so like. And when they were shit last year it was like it was like okay to, it was like good to shit on them. Even though you know I love Tom and I wanted him to succeed. It was like they they thought they were going to be super bowl the whole year. This year with Baker like there's no expectations and watching this team play they're they're a fun team to watch. And so like it, like you can't not root for them with Baker. Like I, we live here. We we got like, with Baker you got you got to root for them. 45
0: like, minutes away they play. Literally. Literally. Shout <laughs> so out shot shot to Baker, you know. You know, he's he's a menace. Yeah. I, I think he's going to have a good game this game, man. I I, I think they'll the defense is tough, man. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Eagles, Dylan Carter's going to eat. He's nice going to eat. Interior line. But Baker's going to overcome adversity with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Trey Palmer. He has a plethora of weapons on the outside. And we saw what he was doing. That sidearm throw. If Patrick Mahomes did that, everyone's busting all over. Mm-hmm. I mean... Baker, you know, shout-out, bro. Even if it's this... Only if we're going to see this for, like, fucking two games and he gets shit on <laughs> this game. <laughs>
1: that's the yeah, season. Yeah,
0: like, shout-out to Baker, you know? Hell yeah. But, yeah. Like, I'm going to take him over... I'm going to take the Bucks over the Eagles here, though. Like I said, 21-17.
1: So, my prediction, like I said, the Eagles are minus 4.5, over-under is 45.5. That's an, That's a tricky over-under. I would say... I, I, I could see it being an under, but I could also see it, uh, in it being over. Like, uh, that's a tricky... I wouldn't bet on that. It's a tricky over-under. Um, What I want to happen... I want the Bucks to win. What I think is going to happen, I think the Eagles will win. Um what I think is going to happen the score score-wise, I think it'll be like Eagles 28-17 or something like that, which the Bucks wouldn't cover the spread and I'm not good at math, but I think that covers the over under, I think. I think they go over that. Um but what I what I want to happen is like Bucks like 24-21, something like that. I I don't know. It's going to take some balls from that's, Baker.
0: But that's how they would
1: win, though. It would be by a field goal or by, like, one lat, like, mm-hmm. two-minute drill drive by Baker. And, and, you know, the Bucks defense is looking good. You know, I know the Eagles' run offense is looking, for, like, like, amazing. But the, it, the Bucks have a great defense. So, if, anything, if any team can stop that, it, it can be the Bucks And force Jalen Hurston that, you know, s- subpar passing game right now to, to beat them in the passing game. Yeah. And even then, they have a good pass defense. Winfield's good. Um, Carlton Davis, I think, was hurt last week, but... I, I, he might be back. I, I'm not sure on him. Jamel Dean, solid. I just <laughs> signed him to a new deal. Yeah. Obviously, you know Levante is one of the best cover linebackers in the NFL and best linebacker in the NFL, one of the best linebackers in the NFL in general. Yeah. Vita in the past, and the pass rush and run stopping and Vita's he's a, hes a menace. That's one of the best defensive players in the NFL in my opinion. He's—he's he he's a force. Um, but yeah, this is gonna be a fun game. I'm glad it's a primetime Monday night because the whole world's gonna be watching. Fuck yeah. And. and, and Oh, this this is gonna be a nice game to watch. But yeah, like I said, I I think the Eagles will win. But of course, I want the Bucks to win, just because you know, fuck the Eagles. I'm sorry, my mom, but it's <laughs> my division rival. Um And, <laughs> Gotta and, have that. and, and Adam, uh, you know, he's an Eagles fancy, but no, you know, not sorry to him. Fuck the Eagles, but I'm sorry to my mom for that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, I I do think the Eagles will win this game. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I said, I I, I want the Bucks. We'll see though.
0: We will see. And then an hour later, the final game of week three of the 2023 NFL season is the, is a Super Bowl rematch. The LA Rams take on the Cincinnati Bengals at 8:15 p.m. Um, and I think that the Rams are going to win this. I think they're going to win this probably I'm going to say 28 to 23.
1: Yeah, the Bengals are minus 3 right now. They're favored.
0: I I am going to bet the Rams. I'd stay away from probably the the money line shit, but like the over under, you could it's probably three and a half. Just based on what I've I'd seen. Say over. I I would yeah, maybe over, but like honestly, if Joe Burrow is just play like like he has. I don't know, man. Yeah, I would probably just stay away from this game betting wise, just because you don't know. Like with Joe Burrow, I would Burrow. take the Rams outright though. Yeah, take the Rams for sure. But with the with the over under and like the money line, I would stay away from Dude, it.
1: And the bank, if the Bengals fall to zero and three, like they're hitting the panic button. Like, <laughs> yeah. they can't go to zero and three. They're fucked and, if and they go. You three. know what? For that sake, I'm gonna take the Bengals because I I don't think they they're gonna be, they're gonna be they, they gotta have a fire under their ass this week. Like I said, like I just said, they can't go to zero and three. They can't, and they're a better team than the Rams. They are a better team than the Rams. Um, so Joe Burrow has to wake up. Uh, Joe Mixon, he looks slow last week. He'll have to wake up. Um, but I, I honestly, like, I, I, I'm taking the Bengals because I, I think uh, they they, they, can't, they can't go to three. But honestly, like, it, my gut tells me the Rams. I I, I think the Rams are going to win this game, but uh, I, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not going to give a score prediction for this one just because I I don't know. Like. Despite 20, 21 either way like both teams could have whatever score I don't know.
0: Despite the Bengals being 0 and 2, this is a really good game. It is a Super Bowl like rematch. It's a must win for them. Yeah, it is a must win. Um we'll see if Joe Burrow can overcome adversity and you know get his team to a win. They
1: can't go to 0 and 3. They it's cannot go to 0 and 3 in that Not conference. in that
0: conference, bro. They're they're done if they go 0 and 3, especially if they go 0 and 4.
1: If anything can turn it around, it would be them, but you can't you, you can't go to 0 and 3. You you just can't.
0: Like, we expect the Texans, the Panthers, we expect those teams to go 0 3, but not, not the, the Bengals. Bengals. Not the Bengals at all. Um, but, everyone out there, you know, thank you so much for tuning in to this Power Rankings from Logan and I. This You will hear a quick cut in the audio. It'll be a second for you, but it'll be probably a couple hours for us. Brandon's going to be hopping on, giving his Power Rankings list, and I'm going to try and get Caden on as well. But, Logan, really appreciate you giving your list for the week, and make sure you guys stay tuned. Obviously, you know, for the rest of the episode, but also next week we always do our power rankings list, so stay tuned for that. And also, a Giants uh, probably post game talk this weekend will be. Uh, will if it don't get shut out, if <laughs> it's not hilarious. But again, thank you guys for listening to this little segment of Logan and Nice Power Rankings, and you know, stay tuned for literally one second. And I apologize for the little cut. Sorry for that little cut, everybody, but we're back here with our Week 2 Power Rankings. Brandon and Caden are now altered in. Logan, shout out to Logan for doing the first half of this episode with us. Um, But Brandon and Caden now have their Week 2 Power Rankings that they like to give out uh, and just put out there into the airways, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Caden, did you want to go first here, starting at number 32? Sure, sure, sure.
3: I, don't know, I made this one kind of on the spot and I realize I'm i looking at it now I have so many names scribbled out and you know like just like, I already switched things they, around You switched things around swapping things around flip flopping things you know looking back but I don't think that's right you know what I mean Yeah. Just, there's so much thought you just <laughs> gotta stick this with your, your initial exactly. one then you've improved from there that's facts but uh, number 32 I was this was a mix up as well I went I went Cardinals at 32 Bears at 31 that right, was as, long as, you, as long as you didn't put them
2: at 32 I'm fine yeah
3: <laughs> And uh, 30 Panthers, 29 Texans, 28 Broncos, 27 Vikings, 26 uh, Patriots, 25 Indianapolis Colts, 24 Tennessee Titans, 23 LA Rams, 22 uh, Saints, 21 Las Vegas Raiders, 20 Cincinnati Bengals. I kind of had them a little bit. Uh, lower than I feel like most people would expect this season, especially going into the season. If you told me that I would have the Bengals ranked at 20 or 26 for me, I'd, I'd laugh in your face. But Burrow has not been performing to the level he's supposed to be performing. He's hurt though. He is hurt. He's, he's, is, he's not 100%. Him. But uh, f- for a man who just got paid the <laughs> was, most in all he, time, most all time, he has it,
0: 300 <laughs> passing yards in the season, guys. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. You
3: know who has more? Justin Fields.
2: Hmm
0: but I'm going to say that Daniel Jones got that in like a quarter and a yeah, half that's bro. like that's insane like to break mm. it down but I guess at, number
2: 32 though on the list mm. yeah that is it's true. still a professional defense I'm just no I, I agree with
3: that though We were, you have to take that into account so 19 I'm going to the Packers at 18 I'm going to the Jets 17 I'm going to the Giants 16 I'm going to the Steelers and 15 I have these guys are a little high the Atlanta Falcons. I it's thought it kind of like a It's not as high as I do.
2: Really? Okay. Yeah, not okay. at all. Mm. They're on number five. Yeah, I know, I know <laughs> Trevor I, about say, I know Trevor is really high on him. Or you them. Know, oh,
3: oh yeah. Oh right. uh, yeah. Number fourteen I get the Commanders that's also kinda high. Uh thirteen at the Browns. Twelve at the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Eleven. The Jaguars. Ten. The Chargers. Nine. The Bills. Eight. The Lions. Seven, Seahawks. Six, the Ravens. Um, five, the Dolphins. Four, the, ch- the Chiefs. Three, the Cowboys. Two, the 49ers. And number one, Philadelphia Eagles.
2: Okay. I
0: respect that. My Your top five is, like, I, I think you have every mm. team that I, except the Falcons, obviously. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, say, sure. the, yeah. say the
3: top five again. The Dolphins. Yep. The Chiefs the Cowboys the 49ers and the Eagles Okay.
0: Know. the Chiefs for me were at 6 but like I had the 49ers the um, I couldn't the, put the Cowboys the in the one. We, or number two. we have this, the we have the
2: same top 5 just in different order mm. ok All right. so I'll, I'll lead that into my list number 32 I'm right there with you the Arizona Cardinals I say that but they've been up at halftime Two games in a row shutting out the other team, but they just showed why they're number 32. 31, I have the Carolina Panthers. 30, I have the Houston Texans. 29, I have the Denver Broncos. 28, the Las Vegas Raiders. You think the Raiders are worse than the the Bears? Yeah. Oh my god. Honestly. What? There's an argument. Yeah. There's an what? argument. There's an, No, there's an argument, bro. There's, nah, there's the it, yeah. fucking suck. They've scored 20... 20- well, the Eagles aren't better than the Cowboys right now. You're putting, Cowboys. You put the bias into that the same way I'm putting the bias into line <laughs> well, But,
0: like, also, there is a legit argument... For either example, well, I feel. I feel like
3: the the are is doing kind of well this year, and I think uh, they a little bit. They
2: won Six. seventeen to sixteen on a Broncos team that shot himself in the foot and still yeah. saw and missed the extra point. But they have Jimmy Garoppolo, the man whose best statistic is winning. It wasn't last week. <laughs> just, Thirty-one they, to 10. They looked like yeah. the worst team in the league last week. That's what dropped him a lot more than me. Josh Jacobs just hasn't got it going at all. Jacoby Myers was hurt as well so it's still Devontae Adams I'm not saying towards the end of the year I think the Bears are going to be better than the Raiders is Hunter, just as is of right now is
3: good the white
2: boy? he's good he's just not getting any snaps because there's, there's a lot of weapons on that offense no I mean, now. he's healthy he was that's what I saw yeah he, I think he played last week in Myers absence um, but the Bears realistically could at least be a two or three spots lower but I think going into week three if the Bears were playing the Raiders or Broncos which we played both teams this season actually the Bears would win um, just because I don't think Justin Fields is going to keep playing the way he has as far as just not running the ball. And any time he's actually playing their strengths, we're going to have somewhat of a chance to win. But okay. I won't break it down too much. Um, I got the New England Patriots at 26. The New York well, Giants at 25. I mean... The
0: Patriots at 26. 0-2. Oh they're 0-2, oh oh two, two. but dude, they, they look so much
2: better. Though. They They should have beat the Eagles, but a slow start didn't. A better team capitalizes on that. Um, they lost the divisional game against the Dolphins that are in my top five as well. Okay, but did yeah, the at? Uh, like 26. Also, also right, 26 as well. take go.
0: it into consideration. They just played the Eagles uh, and the I Dolphins. I feel attacked.
2: You didn't attack his 26, but yeah. you're attacking my 26. I, yeah. Well, honestly, kind
0: of breezed by his. I, I, understand. I had a couple oh, of things wow. I, I didn't This
2: actually to... just came out as of just now. All-pro Trayvon Diggs suffered an injury. Cowboys fear tore ACL today at practice. Oh, my Yo,
0: that's God. massive. They're still a number one. Oh,
2: I'm still, not going to say yet. Yeah, But, uh... <laughs> Um got yeah, the Giants at number 25 I was I started laughing when you were saying your list cuz I have the Los Angeles Chargers at 24. Yeah the reason you, why I have them is and had them in you had them at 10. what like top 10 yeah. The
3: reason I had them in the top 10 is cuz they're still
2: a good team with good players. It yeah, just shows how we're both sort of looking at our list though. Yeah. I and that's Her-
3: Herbert still had 300 yards and two touchdowns. And that's
2: the same as that way about I feel about the team ahead of them at 23 the Minnesota Vikings. Both teams mm-hmm. are 2-0 both teams should not be 2 yeah, 0 I have
3: Vikings at 27.
2: So I'm curious on why you didn't put them a little bit closer then. Cause both teams I feel like are similar. That's true, but the Vikings defense is bunda. Yeah, it is. They, it, they, it they is eliminated medicine. the big play from the Eagles, which is sort of what kept them in that game, but their run defense just got bent over and spanked Yeah, the buttons. Um but yeah, so I got the Vikings at twenty-three. Them and the Chargers both should be two and at least one and one, like I said, and they're both a lot talented than probably the next seven or eight teams I'm about to list off. But just as of right now, they're not getting it done, so that's why they're so low. Number 22, I have them a lot lower than you did as well. The Cleveland Browns, I took the Nick Chubb injury into account as well, and just because Deshaun Watson is just a shell of himself. They can't do anything going on offense. Their defense is still really, really good, but gave up with a 73-yard touchdown pass to George Pickens. Mm -hmm. Um, Number 21, got the Tennessee Titans. Number 20, the Indianapolis Colts. I'm looking at it now, and you could say easily that the Colts and Titans should be flipped with where the Chargers and Vikings are, but the Titans beat the Chargers the Colts are still 1-1. One one. Anthony Richardson is looking really good so far to start out as a yeah. quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. Did, did get um, a concussion scare last game, but he should be fine. Number 19, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number 18, the New Orleans Saints. Number 17, the Los Angeles Rams. Number 16, the Seattle Seahawks, which I'm looking at it now. I should have put the Rams over the Seahawks because the Rams did beat them head-to-head. we one and beat them soundedly. Um, number 15, higher than a lot of people I think you still have them. The Cincinnati Bengals, they sort of fall right into that Minnesota and Chargers area. It's like, why wouldn't you have them lower? But I just... Joe Burrow and that team, I'm still taking over the Vikings and Chargers by a long shot. I agree. And they started out like this last year and we saw what happened.
0: Mm.
2: Number 14, I have the Green Bay Packers. 13, the Detroit Lions. So I gave them the edge one up on them. I just had to because fuck the Packers. And shout out to you being a Lions fan as well. Number 12, a little bit higher than you did as well. The Washington Commanders, number eleven. The Jacksonville Jaguars, number ten. The New York Jets. I know. I really wanted to put them lower just because of Zach Wilson, but
3: that—that that is the reason why they were. I they still, were still so don't know closer. what
2: they might do. with Quarterback. You where
3: they were
0: for
2: me. Where's that? Twenty-seven. Oh wow. They were eighteen. I have no. Me.
0: Like I literally said this earlier. Oh I have, wow. I have no faith in this team. Their season ended when Aaron Rodgers left the field. It's huh. over. They're they're. This is like a six and like six and eleven team. Until maybe. until
2: we get that far, I'm still. Oh no, we're already him. there, bro.
0: Brandon Aubrey had sixteen points. They had ten. Oh, in they the played
2: game. the team that is the Cowboys, but yeah. like one of the best defenses in the league and, and Micah Parsons. Was and they still attic. squeaked away with the divisional win in Week One, motivated by that injury, but. I just That's a Super Bowl roster, top to finish, minus the quarterback position and the offensive line. Mm. And it's a very, very well-coached team.
0: Literally put anyone else behind center, I, I have faith. Yeah,
2: so as of now, I'm more so putting my faith in they're going to make a change at quarterback and not ride out with Zach Wilson. True. But, I mean, can you really factor that into like this today's you, ratings. You can't. They need um, to sign Jabbo, bro.
0: They just need to sign Jameis Winston it, like or I, Carson I,
2: I sort of put this together the same way Tatum did, and I just stuck with it. I didn't actually go back and fix anything, so they would be a little bit lower if I did re-rank this, but probably still top 15. Top 5 defense. So, I I mean, would, yeah, on paper. and they have weapons all around the offense. Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, Garrett Wilson, like, come on. Mm-hmm. They just um, have Jamarcus Russell getting the ball. They do. Uh, number 9, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number 8, I have the Atlanta Falcons. So why
3: did you laugh when I had them so high? I,
2: I was laugh, I was still laughing at like the fact that my Jets and the Commanders and everything were so much no. different. Than you. I wasn't laughing at that. The
0: Commanders for me were at 15, but I like where you have the Bucks. They were at yeah.
2: 12 for me. They were at 12 for me as well. Baker Mayfield's statistically the best third down passer in all of NFL right now. He's 20 for 23. Um, I can't remember the yards, but that completion percentage alone on third down is that's amazing. Thing. That's insane, yeah. Number eight, the Atlanta Falcons. I still think if they play head-to-head right now, the Falcons win that game. But, I mean, the way Baker's playing, he might be the guy that's like the difference-maker in a game like that. Close, mm. gritty, divisional game. And it's going to come down to what quarterbacks going to be able to perform in the crunch time. And Baker was balling. I, 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 was I would balling. take Baker more than I would take Desmond Ritter, yeah. as of now, at least. Uh, but until they play, I just... B. John Robinson and what I see from the Falcons, and I still think they're a better coach team than the Bucs. Mm. And... The Bucs played a Minnesota Vikings team that won all 11 of their one-score games last year and still shot themselves in the foot, had four turnovers, and beat them by one score. Beat a very, very bad Bears team, who was 31 on your list, 32 on a lot of people's lists. Mm. Only by, honestly, up until that pick six, it was a three-score game with the Bears getting the ball back with a chance to tie it or win the game in the last two minutes. So They're on they're, my 29. They're, they're still squeaking by, you know, and but they're still at number 9. That's I do have a lot of confidence in that team. They're a gritty, really good team yeah. and a really good defense well, and we already touch about their weapons in the Week 2 preview or review as well. Um, number 7 at the Buffalo Bills. Number 6, the Baltimore Ravens. Number 5, Miami Dolphins. I got Philly at number 4, Casey at 3, San Fran at 2, and Dallas at 1. Hmm. Around, Dallas like that was the one. Dallas was that one. They've just looked like the best. They have the best kicker in all of football. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's hands down, hands they, down. And
0: so, there, and there, was, to... there was there was an issue Brandon in numbers. this in
2: this Jets game about them not being able to execute in the red zone. They the reason that Brandon Aubrey had so many field goals is because they kept getting stopped in the red zone. They couldn't punch the ball in. That is a concern, but it's still the Jets defense. But their defense and special teams. I think just scored like over 30 points, 35 points in two games for them alone. (laughs) And they still have Tony Pollard, who hasn't skipped a beat, CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, once he gets healthy, when he can stay healthy, is still a solid wide receiver, too, who puts up 1,000 yards in his sleep when you never really hear about it. Then Michael Gallup's still no slouch, especially at the wide receiver three position. Then that defense is just. I mean, the Mm -hmm. Trayvon Diggs news that we just found out about a few minutes ago, maybe from. Ranking this list again, I would change that a little bit and might flip them with San Fran because I was really torn on them too. Right now, being the best two teams in the league. Yeah. Philly, um, I only took Casey over Philly because last we saw the two of them, Casey did win. Mm. And they are one and one. Philly's two and no. I think Philly is still going to be up in that conversation with Dallas and San Fran come three, four weeks from now. But they just have a lot of injuries on defense and the fact that they're 2-0 even with the struggles on the offensive side of the ball mm-hmm. does attribute to how good of a team they are but until I see that same Eagles team I'm not it, saying we will even
3: if we do have those injuries on the defense our depth is absolutely yeah, incredible is. on both sides of the ball like no matter what we always have a guy
2: to yeah, I mean, it. your front seven alone is just crazy
3: and we have at least you know two two a, our A and B defensive teams could be all starting lineups for different teams around the league I agree. I mean, <laughs> it's but, crazy. And
2: plus, you have really good coaching as well. Wow, well, Jordan Stoltz just confirmed MRI Cowboys injury out for the season. Wow, Travon Diggs. Wow, breaking news here you on know, Tea Time Reports. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, breaking. and we're this. You know, I think we're the only show that's live right now <laughs> besides Sports Center. But or, I think we mm, probably got it first.
0: Or the people that work for Pat McAfee that are clearly on Adderall, collecting this data and getting mm, it to you mm-hmm. right now on YouTube. I imagine. That's right. But uh, we we're we're up next. Are you sure we're not? We're different? up next. What? Oh yeah, no. We should just pull in Aaron Rodgers and just start taking ayahuasca to get Low the key. news to you and everyone out there as quick as possible. Deliver those right. accurate, you know, headlines and you know, step in the pocket and put on those Oculus o- <laughs> for like the rest
3: of my <laughs> life, just playing sports then. Yeah, just, oh
0: my Only god. One time I take it off is to do the There you go. Shit, oh my god, it sounds like torture. But um, I know Logan and I went over our predictions for week three, but um, we can kind of get in for you guys, what you guys are thinking about for this week. Who are we taking in this Thursday night matchup tonight? The Giants or the 49ers? Um, damn, let me think about this one. 49ers. <laughs> yeah, I, I said that as well. Uh, Caden, how about yourself? 49ers. Okay. 49ers. And we, me and Logan, touched up on the over and unders. And if Brandon, if you want to pull that up as well, because I know your bets are going to be, you know, hopefully we're going to have updated, you know, betting highlight reel. Make sure you guys are checking in on our Instagram at Tea Time Reports. Brandon does the bets for the show. Is uh, pretty fucking good at it too. Last year with the USFL was very it was solid. Successful. Uh, uh, winning it was record. Positive. Yeah. So, and made a profit. I've
2: I've more so just been, uh, what's the word, on strike when it comes to betting because we keep getting the Hard Rock Casino and Sportsbook app dangled right in front of our eyes in the state of Florida. One moment we're being told that the court's going to pass it, then one more one moment we're told that they're coming back and appealing it and just pushing it farther. Um, that's something we can get into in a whole other time, but we keep getting promised actual future sports betting and live sports book to have in florida why we don't i have no fucking idea but it's just hard because the bookie i was using kind of screwed me over so i'm not with him anymore then apps like fliff and underdog are pretty much what i'm using now and it's pretty much just all daily fantasy like player lineups kind of hard to do like over unders and spreads and shit i like prize picks i know
0: it's okay. a common like comment like i've, actually I've never got on, on it but on i
2: know it's I know it's pretty common. It's
0: it's <coughs> fairly simple with the parlay bets. Um, okay. i have to check that out. It's not focused. You can bet on the teams over under, but honestly, that's not the thing I would focus on if you're mm. hopping on that. Uh, I would ge- genuinely just go for the money makers, like Christian McCaffrey. Is so he going to get over 50 rushing yards? Like, yeah, yeah. A line like that, there's always one. It's free mm. money. I like yeah.
2: I like Underdog as well because they'll do something similar to where, like for example, tonight they have a special bet for Danny Dimes to get over half a yard. Total.
4: Well,
2: <laughs> yeah. So he just has to get one passing yard, one rushing yard. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> and you can add that to your parlay. There you go. It's a free one. I think. And the
0: cool thing, I'm sure this is the same thing with underdog, but I think with prize picks, like they do, like the more players you add to your parlay, the bigger the the yeah price. So it's the same exact way, and okay. you have to
2: do at least three on underdog, I believe. Then. They also have, like, an insurance type of bet, so where you can, if one, the only one misses, you can get insurance for it, I guess, and get a little bit less, but still make your money or something. We need
0: to do a betting episode for the NFL, like, stay tuned for that, everyone out there, now that I'm thinking about it, this would be a cool topic.
2: Back to the Thursday night matchup, the over-under was 43 and a half, and the line is minus 11 for San Fran. Yeah. No. this is in San Fran, Levi Stadium, on Amazon Prime. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So I I might just if you're if you have any 49ers player I would start them. Um, I me and Logan talked about this game in, in detail. We talked about all these games In, in good detail. But I, if I'm you out there, I'm I'm taking the 49ers. Um, anything else you guys wanted to say about this Thursday night matchup?
3: Um, I say Brennan pops off. Okay. Yeah, you didn't give your winner. I don't think. What did you say? Yeah, I don't think you gave your winner. Oh, I gave my winner. was the Niners. Okay, the Niners. Hey, yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me give you a little s- a score prediction as well. I'm going to say
2: 14
3: to 28.
2: Oh, wow. I'm surprised you're even giving that offense that many points. I actually, no, I think they do. I think they do.
0: My prediction, genuinely, I think earlier was 31 to like 14 or 17. So I, I genuinely believe that the, like, the, the Giants will actually come out and you know fight Yeah. but I think it will be pulled away in the second half especially with that run attack that the 49ers have on that yeah. defense and that's been the, the more reps
3: and reps and reps you get against that fucking hard nosed defense you start getting tired you don't want to face those big guys anymore you know what I mean that. I mean all you gotta say pause. is Fred Warner, like pause. and Nick Bosa resume.
2: pause and resume but um I mean I'm saying that but I'm, I'm still giving them 10 points so it's only 4 points left or less but I think San Fran wins this convincingly to and it's one of those games that probably isn't as close as what the score line really does show. Mm.
0: And for the Sunday night game, uh, Sunday games, excuse me, the Broncos take on the Dolphins in Miami. What are you guys' thoughts on this game?
3: Oof. Uh, I don't think this one's very hard. I think the Dolphins are going to go out there
2: and swamp the Broncos.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's what I said. Might be closer than we expect, but...
2: Yeah, I'm going to pull up the line on it. Um, so we got Miami laying six and a half, and the over/under is 48. I think this game is going to be a little bit closer than some people think. I think Miami's still going to win, but I think it's going to be more like a uh, 28 to 24 type of victory. Um, that's just that's going to be the type of games that this Dolphins team gets in throughout the season, um, at least until Jalen Ramsey comes back, if anything. But. I, I would take the Broncos to actually cover that spread but still lose. Then, quick math, that does hit the over as well on that for the 48.
0: Okay. So we're all pretty much taking the Dolphins here? Yeah. And for this next matchup, we have the Patriots taking it on the Jets. Zach Wilson versus Belichick. I'm taking Belichick every time. Oh, yeah. Um, I think Mac Jones has shown a little bit of promise. I think he's actually in on paper for his best season. I agree. So I, I think that they're going to come away with a win here and go 1-2. and two. Jets, I think they're gonna realize. Yeah, we need to call a guy. We, Let's we need go to call Jets,
3: the guy. baby! Young going Jets. We're taking the Jets here. Right. The it, is,
2: it is at home. Um, New England is favored by two and a half. The over/under is only thirty-six and a half.
3: Nah, this is gonna be this is gonna be like a shit fest. Like, like ten to fourteen.
2: <laughs> it is. I agree with that. I think I think New England does come out with their first win of the season, and if it doesn't, then Bill Belichick really is on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't care what anybody says anymore. To go zero and three to a Zach Wilson-led Jets team. Facts. You really got to start doing some soul searching, and it might be time to move on if you're the New England Patriots and Robert Kraft. But I think New England does it their first win. They come in here. They are favored, and I think they cover as well. I would see them win in by, like, three points, and it's a two-and-a-half spread. So winning by a field goal, we'll get the job done for you. Okay. But I, I think that under goes, that's probably one of the locks of the week. Okay, well,
0: that, you, you heard that here. Um, but the Houston Texans In the next game Take on the Jacksonville Jaguars mm. In Jacksonville So this is going to be An exciting game In I'm, my opinion I'm actually
2: very Looking forward to this
0: And hopefully In my opinion I know the Jags Are going to Probably win this But I think CJ Can actually showcase Hey I'm going to be a guy That you're going to have To fucking fight against Every fucking time i here
2: And we were doing A lot of that Talking about seeing That matchup between CJ And AR-15 But forgot that Trevor Lawrence Is in the same division too And he's yeah. just a Two, three years Ahead of these guys it's going to be a fun fucking division coming the next five to ten years. It really is. thousand percent. Jacksonville's getting eight and a half in this game. I'm actually going to ride with Houston to cover that. Okay. I I really do. And That's, I, the wow. over-under over is 44. I think this is going to be C.J. Shroud's like, welcome to the league type of game. And I'm putting a lot on that, especially with Ohio State quarterback, next to his name as well, in the NFL. He's but shown promise, <clears> though, He really has. And Nito Collins, Tank Dell... Dalton Schultz has looked bad, but he's still a formidable tight end.
0: Damico Ryan's man,
2: and it's, once again, Damico Ryan's, and that's a very good defense. Trevor Lawrence was held without a passing touchdown in both of their matchups last season, and three interceptions. One of he's pretty much been his their kryptonite, or the Texans have been T. Law's kryptonite throughout the start of his career. With an and even better coach than Lovey with Smith. a better coach and a better defense, so I'm sort of predicting some of the same in that Jags defense. They still limited Tasty to 17 points last week. It's a very good unit, very well coached unit. But I think CJ Stroud will sort of have his come into life and welcome to the NFL type of game this day. Might not pull away with the victory. Jacksonville can still win this game by a touchdown and Houston still covers. Yeah. You know? So that's sort of what I'm predicting in this case. Okay. What about you, Cade?
3: Um, I definitely going the Jaguars this game. I, I was doing the thinking when y'all were all talking. And I, I do think Trevor Lawrence goes out there and. And shows what he can do with all those weapons. And Calvin Ridley's been absolutely snapping these past two weeks.
2: Now, Derrick Stingley Jr. is doubtful for this matchup. Yeah, I don't I, think that he's that is, playing. Yeah.
0: I don't think he's playing, guys. So, yeah, their defense might take a hit with that, but I still think the scheme is going to match up good. I'm going
3: Jacks. Okay. I'm going Jacks.
0: I took the Jags as well. But this next game on Sunday, the Tennessee Titans are in. They're in Cleveland, um, taking on the Browns. Um, so this, this is, is going to be. a...
2: Terrible game. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. I'm not looking forward to this game at all. I'm not even
0: going to watch it, bro. Uh, But I'm going to take the Titans because Ryan Tannehill had a really nice day this past weekend. Three touchdowns against the Chargers. No reason he can't do that again against Mm -hmm. the Browns.
2: Uh, the defense, defense is a lot better than Chargers, at least in the back ends, I mean especially with the front seven as well.
0: Denzel Ward is a guy you gotta watch out for, but mm-hmm. um, I just think with Derrick Henry and the weapons they have on offense, they'll be able to at least score more than what Deshaun Watson has shown, and he's facing suspension with that contact on the official, so we don't know what that's gonna look like yep. this weekend.
2: And last week when the Tennessee beat the Chargers, I forget the exact number that it gave Mike Fabrell, I think it was like 12 or 13 um, wins as an underdog. Since you started coaching the Tennessee Titans, which is absolutely crazy, so you can never count them out, and they are the underdog in this game. Um, they're dogs by three and a half points, and the over/under is thirty-nine and a half. What do you think this is going to turn out to be, Caden? Uh, I do think Deshaun Watson goes out there and beats Tennessee. Mm.
3: I think the, uh, it's confirmed he's playing, or he's—he's is... not on the injury report.
0: He's not out as of now, so I don't. Okay, I, I think he's... he is playing as of right now. But
3: they're not looking at a suspension
0: yet not yet Not no official and, word yeah, I know there's I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty
2: sure I'm pretty sure they okay. still show up on the injury report as suspended when that is official so as of now there's there's nothing yeah this
3: is, this is gonna be one of those shit fest type games and Deshaun Watson is gonna pull it out
0: okay And what are you about your stuff you didn't give us your winner Brandon
2: I really have no idea and me, and,
0: me and Logan were like laughing and saying tie tie <laughs> like this is the tie of the year like <laughs> this, this is, is the tie a tie of the year. Yeah. they're that's both shit that's
2: funny I like that a lot um, I'm just going to take Tennessee because they're, under, they're the underdogs in this. I just remembered Logan's score
0: prediction. It was 17-15. Like, it was shit. Like, it was just shit, bro. 13-9 type of game.
2: <laughs> I think I predicted 12-7. 12-9, 7. 7 Jesus. Um, yeah, but... I'm, I'm rooting for that tie, though. I'm definitely rooting for a tie, but if I'm <laughs> picking a winner, I'm going to go with Tennessee just because they're underdogs and that stat I just dropped about Mike Vrabel.
0: Yeah, he's a great coach. He's a better coach than, on and, the field.
2: I mean, now it's Jerome Ford versus Derrick Henry as far as comparing nice. running backs. Not trying to slouch Jerome Ford at all. He came out involved in Nick Chubb's replacement. Yeah. Um, respect to Nick Chubb. Shout out to him. But yeah, I think Tennessee comes away with the victory in this one. And
0: then the next game on Sunday is Atlanta traveling to Ford Field and facing the Lions. Mm-hmm. My game of the week. Um, not just because I'm a Lions fan, but just because both these teams have so much excitement. Um, Lions are facing some injury problems. Luckily, we do have depth at those positions and not a corner. So, And, and honestly, I want Desmond to throw the ball in this game. We, we want our defense to force them to throw, uh, put them in those situations where they're behind. Um, but I took the Lions, obviously. But me and Logan predicted this going over. I think the over is like a 54 it's really high, but I, we predicted this to be like a 38-34 uh, game. 46 is the over-under, so okay. yeah, I
2: would smash that over.
0: Like, I think this might be one of the locks of the week as well, just based on how these two teams have been playing. Detroit's, high explosive offenses. and
2: Detroit's getting minus three, and that's just because they're at home. Whenever you just get minus three, that's pretty much just accounting for being at home. So they, they just think this game is dead even, pretty much. So that's
0: something... To take into account, but what, Caden? What are your thoughts? Who's the winner? I gotta line? go with
3: Detroit. Yeah. I gotta go with Detroit. But uh, one thing the Lions do need to do just to get this game in a, in a chokehold is shut down that run. If they, if, if that front front line cannot do anything, that front four can't produce against Bajan Robinson and Tyler Algier, then we're fucked. We're losing this game.
0: I agree. I think if they dominate time of possession by running the ball, then it changes the game, changes their... They're going to play it at third pace, but... um, So I don't think they're
3: going to beat us in the air raid. No. But they'll they'll beat us in the ground. They'll beat us in the ground.
0: No. And I think, honestly, with the way our offense has been playing, with Josh Reynolds being in our top five PFF graders on our team, uh, graded players on our team, same with Jared Goff at number two, um, I think that we'll be able to figure how, to, how you know, pretty much how to score. Exactly. It's just the problem is our defense needs to stop. Well, we
3: figure out how to score every single week, but <laughs> that's never the problem. It's just, like you said, our defense needs to find a way to actually stop them. Yeah. And but, if we do that, we win games. Yeah, exactly. We saw that we saw all last year. We
0: oh, yeah, we week one, too. Against the former Super Bowl champs. So, yeah. I mean, we need to replicate that success and that recipe to, to beat this team, especially with the hot hand they're on. But Brandon, what are your thoughts on this Sunday matchup between these two teams?
2: I'm I'm right up there with you. I wouldn't book it as my game of the week, but it's in the top two or three game of the week. I think that Vikings-Chargers game will also be a very good game. Then I do also have my eye on the Rams and Bengals Super Bowl rematch. Joe Burrow is reported. supposed to be healthy. We'll get into that some more, but this is going to be up there for sure. I'm definitely going to be tuning into this. I cannot wait. It's What's going to be the story for me in this game is – how involved Jameer Gibbs is going to make and mm. what his impact going to be. Montgomery need. was bowling though.
3: He's no, bowing. he wasn't. Yes, no,
2: he, he was. Yes, he. Every single time you gave him the ball, it was a guaranteed five, six yards. No, it's not. Yes, it was. Montgomery, you watch the game? Montgomery's putting up Montgomery stats, did which you watch is the game? 20 carries and 70 yards a game.
3: Right. The, all the crucial runs that we needed in the make, he was making them. Or at least before I went I'm to work. I'm telling
2: you, dude, by the time this season ends... Your opinion on David Montgomery is going to be a lot different because you'll see the same thing I saw out of Chicago. I am saying what I saw last game. Yeah, I mean, he's still averaging only 3.8 yards a carry. Yeah. That's He's going to get you 16, 17 carries, 60, 70, 70 yards a game. He's a tone setter, and he runs hard. That's what you love about him. And he, he fights for every fucking yard. And he's going to get you extra yards after contact, but that's always ever going to get you. And I mean, there's nothing more, nothing less. Where we needed to
3: produce on the ground, Jameer Gibbs was not taking those carries. Like, at least before I went to work, he was not making those
2: carries that we needed to make. Yeah, and he had seven seven carries for 17 yards that game, but...
0: Vitae is injured It's still...
2: Well. Jameer Gibbs goes without saying, he's a lot more electrifying, a lot more of a game-changer than David Montgomery is. But he's a everybody. lot better in the receiving side of the ball. And you're going to have to somehow keep up with Bijan on the other side, and David Montgomery's not going to do that. He's not yeah. going to produce the same flashy plays and score touchdowns out of the backfield the same way Bijan does. And we do that in the air raid, though. Jameer Gibbs has that potential. And yeah. I'm saying you're going to need something to match that, or you're not really going to be able to keep up with this Falcons team, I feel like, and... The air raid only going to get you so far. I still think Detroit's going to win this game, but I'm saying it's just going to depend on, for me, Jameer Gibbs' involvement and his impact. In, and in also, don't, don't forget,
0: 390-something passes tied for third most of all time without an interception, yeah. and we broke that. Like we were winning game after we game lost after that
3: game only because of our air raid offense last year and Jamal Williams finishing off in the red zone. Mm-hmm. And that was the only reason we were on that stretch winning, winning those games, especially without defense performing. And it was, it was, it was Jared, bro. It was, I it mean. was, it was those fucking deep bombs, three hundred, four hundred yard games. Well, I'm not, I'm not
2: combating Jared or anything like that mm-hmm. or that air raid offense. I'm just saying Jameer Gibbs is going to be the difference maker yeah. in this game, and if they get them involved, because. The guy that's on the other side of the ball is going to be doing that, and you're Mm -hmm. just not going to be able to stop it from what we've seen the first two weeks. No, but
0: we also have to take into account who the Falcons have played. They played the Packers Mm -hmm. with a great defense, in my opinion. They're top ten defense this Mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. But their first week, I don't – who did they play again? I feel like it was – It was the Panthers. It was the Panthers. So that's a slouch team. Like, no one really – who are they? They're in like the 20 – they're in like our bottom fives, all of us. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this is a testament to the Falcons as well because this is a gritty team. Um, just as gritty as the Packers, in my opinion, but with a better yeah. offense. I'm gonna say that right now. I, I still would take Jared Goff over Jordan Love. I know yes. people are still, oh, 100%. you know, kind of like yeah. arguing that no, on I Twitter. Would
2: still, I would still take Kirk over Jordan Love.
0: I, I would say safely the same thing yeah, then, right now. Until yeah.
2: Jordan Love tells us otherwise, you just start to look at the sample size with then... it.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. So I think we're all taking the Lions, but there is a circumstance where the Falcons could run away with this quite really exactly
2: I wouldn't say, oh well, yeah, I'm not going to say they run away by winning by like two or three touchdowns. I'm just, if they, if they're not able to replicate what they're doing on that side of the ball, because you still got to control the time of possession in a run game, and if you just let them dominate that and you're playing catch up by passing it, I mean, you still trust Derrick Dolph in that situation, but that's still not winning football. You never know what can happen in a situation like that. That's not something you want to rely on to win your game in and game out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just saying – I'm just basing this off of – I truly believe that Jameer Gibbs is a difference maker, and he needs the ball in his hands some more, and he needs some more touches.
0: I will say this, though. The Packers' red zone defense – I mean, the Atlanta Falcons – excuse me, red zone – excuse the door. um, But the red zone defense for the Falcons is suspect – Jordan Love did have those three touchdowns, and I think Jared Goff is obviously a better quarterback, and um, I think he can produce more out of the air than maybe Jordan Love did against them. Uh, so I think that that could be a factor to, to you know, push into the game. Jared Goff is my fantasy quarterback in Brandon's league, so, you know, I'm kind of biased, obviously, but...
2: I think he's going to perform great. I,
0: I think this will be a high-scoring game. Like, I really do.
2: I'm but, with you. I think it hits that over as well.
0: But, um... The next game on Sunday is the New Orleans Saints traveling to Lambeau. And this is the Saints' first real test of the year as well. Um, And the one thing that I want to say about this game is that this would probably be Jordan Love's biggest test as well this season. Not shitting on the Bears, but their defense didn't really adequately provide much of a challenge through the pass defense Neither no, no. did the Falcons because he had such an efficient and clean game. But I believe the Saints will offer a fair challenge on defense compared to the two teams that he has faced prior this season. So I actually took the upset here uh, earlier. I took the Saints in this game, really? winning a close game, 24-17. Yeah. to 17, um, Because I trust... You know, even right now, I know this is a statement, but I I know Derek Carr looked really mid on Monday night. But like I, I trust him to win a game like this more than I do Jordan Love, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know if I can make that make sense, but I'm just going to say it. I agree. Um, so I took the Saints here, but Brandon, what were your thoughts on this game?
2: So my, I'm looking at the injury report as well for the Packers. It's all questionable, so I mean that's always just tossed up. It doesn't really mean too much. got to take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. David Bakhtiari, Rashawn Gary, Lucas Van Ness, Christian Watson, Aaron Jones. All five of those guys are... Some of the best players on that entire roster Aaron Jones, RB1, Christian Watson, wide receiver one, Lucas Vanessa, their rookie pick out of Iowa, had a really good introduction game against the Bears. Rashawn Gary is one of the, a very underrated but very good edge rusher. Then Bakhtiar is the best offensive line, or offensive tackle in all the football, some would say, think so. when he's healthy. Yeah. Um, so you have to take that into account. Then also, you have to take into account Jordan Love and the crunch time. And this game is going to be a game that comes down to crunch time. And who are you taking, Derek Carr or Jordan Love in that situation? Right now, you got to go with Derek Carr. He's a bet. One thing that also caught my eye, and I want to mention this as well, the Packers' leading receiver is still Aaron Jones from those two catches and 86 yards in that third quarter of that Bears game from Week 1.
0: Which I pointed out this earlier in, in this episode with Logan. Um, you dive deeper around Jordan Love's stats. They're highly inflated by playmaking. Um, of his stars, I was saying that from the start. Which there's no problem with that. I'm
2: not saying there is, but that's I'm just saying pump the brakes. That's all I've been saying from the start. About Jordan Love, I agree. I, I agree
0: because he has not faced true pressure yet. And I'm not again sorry for the Bears fans out there. Sorry for the, you know, the Falcons fans out there. But they really did have a comeback miracle against them. It, they should not have won the game.
3: Kind of. It kind of reminds me of when um, Trey Lance was starting those couple games, and people were gassing him up because of these plays. And it was legitimately just like, he'd throw like a 20-yard pass to Debo, and Debo would run for the fucking like 70-yard touchdown. But that's not, that's not Trey Lance. I agree.
0: And obviously he's playing within the system, Jordan Love is. I just don't know how far that's going to take him in that division. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Saints. What are you guys taking over here? I know Brandon, you said, you said the Saints, correct? Yeah, I'm going
2: to go with the Saints as well, in a close one. Okay. Caden, how about yourself? I'm gonna go Saints as well. Okay. This isn't a game that I'm touching at all when it comes to best though. No, the
0: money line and all that. No 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 no. I'm staying away from this. Yeah, but this so. next game is a game I wouldn't touch either, I'm betting. But this is a game I'm also choosing an upset. Buffalo Bills are traveling to Washington. Mm. I'm taking the commanders. They just look stout, they look poised, they fought hard in both games. They played two shit teams, don't get me wrong, the Cardinals and the Broncos. But Sam Howell is team captain for a reason. In his debut season as a starter, he only had one start before this year, the final week of last year. A guy I've been high on this whole time. He's playing like an NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's making good throws to Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson. They have a good defense. Yeah. Um, it, it, I watched
3: but, the highlights of that game. I didn't really believe you. He was actually throwing dots. Yeah, I, I he was actually throwing some dots, bro, bro.
0: Does he not look like like I'm not trying to be like this, but like he looks like Baker's rookie year type mm-hmm. shit. He's built exactly yeah. like Baker, mm-hmm. but like. He, and dude, he people forget this man decimated the Cowboys starters last week of the season last year, um, and, and we gotta hold that into account as well. Their starters were in. Michael Parsons was in. Tray, Trayvon Diggs was in. Like this guy and this team with Ron Rivera and Eric Bieniemy is going to go places this year. They have the weapons. They have the talent. I think they upset the Bills and Josh Allen throws punts. So mm. that's what I think is gonna happen. I already predicted my score and all that. So make sure you're. You know, you're listening to the beginning of the episode as well. But um, what are your guys' thoughts on this game?
3: Go ahead, dude. Um, I want to go the upset with the Commanders really bad, but the Bills are just the safest pick. And Mm. you
2: know, I don't think favored by six on the road.
0: That's still disrespectful. I say the
2: Bills take it. Bro, look at the halftime. what's times. your what's your score prediction is it like, like score a, prediction a, is it an easy victory for the bills is it close no it's
3: this is gonna be one of those hard fought battles nice offensive battle uh i think it's it's gonna be around um like seventeen to
2: like twenty four that mm. would actually that would hit the under for the game. The under, the over under is forty three. Mm. I'm not going to bet as far as the spread on this. Now the over under, I don't know if I'm going to add it, but it will be a sneaky over pick for me. I think that this team does have a good potential to hit that over. I'm I'm predicting a twenty eight to twenty four victory for for Buffalo, and Washington. Week one did scare me with Sam Howell and the team going down twenty nothing against Arizona at halftime. But they got the jitters out. He still looked a little bit shaky in the pocket with some of his throws. But week two is a lot different. They still have 55 points scored in all the football at seventh right now. And some teams ahead of them are obviously the Cowboys, the 49ers, the Chargers, the Dolphins. Some of the most prolific offenses that we expect to be up there in all the football. They're still still two weeks in, but no one, I don't think, expected Washington to be in the top 10, let alone seven in points scored after two weeks. So I'm definitely. I don't know, man, because I could honestly see this being just like a one-touchdown game. That's why I don't want to touch the spread at all with it being minus six. But my score prediction does have Washington covering. I just, I'm not too confident in that spread because it could just very easily be a missed field goal away from it being a touchdown game or just a last-second Josh Allen touchdown. You never yeah. know what can happen, but I just, I just don't think Washington is quite there yet. I don't think Sam Howell is quite there yet to where he's going to have to win a game with his arm. This is a proven game, though. It is, and it would be fucking awesome if he did prove it, especially for you to shout out about it, but I would just love to see that. Another fucking misery for the Bills and <laughs> another name that we can talk about. Sam and, Howell. Exactly, you know? man. And it's, a, it's a really good team. Top to bottom. It really is. It's full sound. But I think I think Buffalo edges one out on the road.
0: Okay. And the next game on Sunday, it's the Chargers taking on the Vikings. This, like, I, I was kind of eh at this game. You know, both teams, it should be 2-0, but... I'm gonna take. The, I took the Chargers. So, what are you guys taking in this game?
2: Uh, man, I don't know. <laughs> it's Minnesota's favored by one. The over under is 54, which I think will go over that. To be honest with you, this is gonna be like a 35-30 game. Yeah. And
0: whichever team goes 0-3, yeah, both. Yeah, both
2: of these teams need a win. It's crazy because you have the team that just can't win close games. Then you have the team that won all 11 last year, but hasn't won the two so far this year. So it's like, who do you take if you're looking at it like that, you know? Um, I don't know. And it's a 1 o'clock game at home in Minnesota. Yeah. Maybe I think, the Vikings? But... I think Minnesota edges it out, man. Okay. Yeah. As much as I don't want them to, especially because yeah. they're a divisional opponent, and I really, really, really like Justin Herbert and that offense. But Austin Eckler is still questionable. He did not practice today. Today's Thursday. You know, if you're not practicing by Thursday, that's always going to be... Like I said, you got to hold questionable status with a grain of salt. But as you move throughout the week and you're still not practicing, still this is questionable, that's when you got to start looking at it. But if Eckler's out, especially, I'm going with Minnesota. Facts. But you can't really base it off that. I, I mean, he's looking to play right now, so you have to take that into account. But I still think Minnesota goes back to their one-score win magic and pulls out like a 35-30 to win, something along those lines. Okay. Yeah, yourself.
3: I think it's definitely gonna be a nice, close, high-scoring game, battle of the offenses. But uh, yeah, I made that that uh, that statement on my on my power rankings to put them at ten, so I can't go back on that now. And uh, I say the Chargers bring this one out, and you know, Justin Herbert, I feel like, especially against his defense, almost a guaranteed 300-plus-yard game, probably three touchdowns and. You know, Allen's been going crazy. I don't know how good Quentin uh, Johnson's been doing, or if Nothing. really. No. Is, is Mike Williams hurt, or is he? No, he's been playing. He's been playing.
2: Yeah, so it's sort of been hard for Quentin Johnson to find his groove. But he, mm-hmm. he was still one of the most physically talented receivers exactly. coming out of the draft, yeah. in my opinion. And he's just mm-hmm. another Mike Williams for he that is. offense, honestly. Yeah. Cheaper too. Yeah. Mm. You know, but uh, I'm going to go up there in the in the high 30s as well,
3: and I say this one is around. 31 to probably 38, I think. Okay. Um, the next game for
0: Sunday is going to be the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. In Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. Baltimore, excuse me. So Sorry, Baltimore listener out there. Um, but no, this will be a nice fun game. I actually chose the Colts in this one if they mm. are starting. I just think he wow. looks very, very nice, uh, and I just like their offense a lot more than I like the Ravens. Even though me and Logan talked about Zay Flowers and how he might be a Pro Bowler this year, um, he just looks fucking good. Well,
2: Tell you guys, last night on the recap episode, I think he's an All-Pro receiver already. Not already, but he's going to be at the end of the season. He's yeah. going to be up there in like an All-Pro conversation.
0: I, I can't dispute that because of what I've seen, man. He has separation. He has the speed. I mean, he is a reliable. Speaking receiver.
2: of separation, I know you saw that tweet as well about Jackson Smith and Jay, but My guy on my fantasy team, the He's guy who wanted the Bears to get so bad in the draft, but that's like it was like what 4.8, 4.9 yards of separation on every I think on the it was average 4. route. Seven, seven, yeah, yeah four point seven yards separation on his average route, which is fourth in all of football. I think it was. It's, it's crazy. crazy. It's, it's crazy. In the making. Jackson Smith and Jake was a superstar, man. He really, he, I think he's going to be, like, this This receiver class, five years from now, is going to be looked at as... One of the best. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, but who are you guys taking in this game? Go
2: ahead, Caden. Ooh. I'm going to take, take Baltimore. Baltimore's take Baltimore. favored Baltimore. by eight. Yeah, okay. I'm going to take Baltimore.
0: Okay. How about yourself, Brandon? I'm
2: going to go
3: with Baltimore as well. Okay. I don't even want to predict the story in this game because this shit can go either way. Yeah,
2: and what I'm looking at is mm-hmm. Quentin Nelson's questionable, Ryan Kelly, they're questionable, they're starting center, then they're starting guard, who is arguably the best guard in all the football. Mm-hmm. Um, and Quentin Nelson, especially if Anthony Richardson doesn't pass concussion protocols, then this yeah. game's just the lock of the weed for Baltimore. But I really hope that it's not the case because I really want to see. Ar fifteen and Lamar go head to head. I think it's going to be a really fun matchup. This is going to be a matchup that goes under the radar if Ar is healthy, but I still think Baltimore wins this convincingly.
3: Okay.
0: Um, the next matchup. This is the first of the Sunday evening games, guys. Um, the Carolina Panthers travel to Seattle and play the Seahawks. I already know that Seattle is going to swamp these guys. Andy Dalton's going to be starting, so we all know. Yeah. i not. I don't ready. think this. I don't even think the Panthers score a touchdown, bro. Like, I, I literally... Me and Logan predicted 31... To, he predicted 31-3. Wow. Yeah. Like, I don't think the Panthers will see... They look terrible, bro. They might have the worst receiving core in the NFL. Um, They look fucking terrible.
2: I love it. I, I love it, too. I, I love it. <laughs> I love it, too. I, we could potentially have the number one and number two overall picks this year in the Bears. Because we have Carolina's first-round pick this year. Oh,
0: wow. Oh, you guys are going to thrive. Like, yeah. you guys
2: are going to get a great pick. That was from that trade. Everyone keeps saying, especially now... After um, the first two weeks, saying the Bears shouldn't have traded the first round or the first overall pick, this and that, we still can set ourselves up to get two top five picks this coming year. And the last time yeah. we had that, we took Dick Buck, Diss, and Dale Sayers. Mm. You know, so so they could get two back to back very high quality players. They could two hall of famers. Game. Yeah, they're both hall of famers.
0: Dude, they need they need some kind they of need something like fusion. that.
2: Yeah, bro. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> to say the least, but. Yeah, I think Seattle wins this game by at least 28 points. Mm. Um, they're favored by 6.5, which I'm actually shocked that it's not even higher, higher than that. Yeah. Um, this is going to be one of my locks of the week um, as far as taking Seattle 6.5. The over-under is 42. The next game is lock of the week. I would take I would take the under on that just because Seattle's going to score 35 of the 38 points scored probably. So Okay. Seattle, usually.
3: And, Caden, how about yourself? Yeah, Seattle's going to go out there and <laughs> beat Bryce Young, definitely.
0: Well, he's not playing. Andy not Dalton's playing. playing. Yeah, he's uh, Incle- oh, ankle injury.
2: Oh, facts. Even if Bryce Young was playing, I still think Seattle wins this by three-plus yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. Bro, the yeah, Panthers have scored 20 points
3: down. in two weeks, bro. It's even more luck than the Panthers. I mean, the, the uh, Seahawks are going to win.
0: But then the next game of Sunday evening is going to be the Chicago Bears going Absol- to the Chiefs. <laughs>
3: Absolute rock um, of the week. Absolute rock of no, the week. That's Aero definitely mid. the
2: Cowboys and Cardinals. That's okay. definitely a lock of the okay. week. I think they're both. They're I was saying this I was saying Seattle was the lock of the week betting-wise with that spread. Mm. What do
0: you guys think about this game now?
2: Go ahead first, Kate. Uh, um thirteen. You know, this one point is that Tasty's favorite by. Sorry, oh if that's off right. 13 points. It's the oh biggest my. spread of the week. Mm.
3: Mm. I think the Chiefs are gonna go out there and absolutely shit on the Bears. Uh, I, I, I hate to say this. I don't know if Justin Fields is going to be able to produce like like we thought he was going to do this season. And he already is falling short of my expectations and so many other people's expectations. And for a guy that all I want to do is watch him get better. And he consistently just, or at least these past two weeks, consistently has been showing you know, more and more mishaps over and over and over again. And that shit don't fly against the Chiefs. And it never does. The Chiefs are going to go in there probably like a... Uh, 30, 31 to like 10 game I'm probably going to say by the Chiefs huh. Patrick Mahomes going to put on put on a goddamn uh, apron get himself a big
2: old butcher knife and just go to town
3: Brandon how about yourself?
2: <sighs> I don't think it's going to be as bad as everyone thinks it's going to be and a lot of that comes from the Chiefs just tend to play down to the level of the team that they're playing a lot of the times and I think this is going to be one of those games that it was similar to what we saw out of the Bears last year we keep it close up until probably midway to the third quarter then the Chiefs just run away with it in a sense and it's going to be like a 35 to 14 victory maybe 17 something like that Okay. Um, I just I really think I mean I don't know if you guys have saw it I'd be surprised if you didn't but Justin Fields just pretty much said fuck it I'm just going to go back to doing what I know I can do in a press conference right after practice yesterday. Did he, he say it was all because of coaching? So no, that. no. That's just what the media exploited it out to be, but it wasn't okay. that. You actually had to go listen to the comments. Okay. He was asked the question, why do you feel like your struggles um, have, like, what What do you feel like your struggles are coming from? He could have, he should have started it with saying myself first, but he started out by saying pretty much the coaching, but he was saying that it's just sort of, you never want to hear this out of your quarterback, but he's saying it's just overcomplicating the game for him, because they're trying to make him something he's not, which is a pocket passer, and they're taking him out of his element, and just forcing him to be something he's not. you got to sort of work with him like the Ravens work with Lamar Jackson, yeah. you know? And he was saying that, I don't know, it just might be the coaching as to why I'm just not playing like myself. He didn't say the coaches are not doing their job, or putting all the blame on them. Yeah, It was just misconstrued, and I do think he should have handled it differently and rewarded it a little bit differently. But he was asked, and he was honest. And somebody needed to say it, yeah. honestly. Somebody needed to fucking say it that the coaching is letting this man down. It really is. I'm not saying he's a savior, he's an answer, but at least play him in his strengths, then see what he can do for you. You know. Um, so I think we go back to that because, like I said yesterday in the recap episode of week two, we were in a lot of one-score games last year, and it was because of Justin Fields just carrying us with his legs in those games. And, I mean, if he gets hurt, unfortunately he gets hurt. That just comes with the nature. We see it with Lamar Jackson year in and year out. Yeah. But you're also seeing the Ravens competitive in in games year in and year out because of what Lamar is able to do. And Justin's the same exact way with arguably more arm talent than Lamar. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, he just finished second in all time behind Lamar Jackson for for their rushing yards record for a quarterback. So I think we're going to sort of go back to that and still lose by three possessions or more. But I think this is going to sort of bring back to life what Justin Fields is and can do. And who knows if that's going to be a positive or a negative for the Bears. Um, it might just inflate the situation he's in more and how it's so bad and that we need to get this guy out of here because we just saw everybody's going to be watching this game. Not everybody, but it's the Chiefs, it's Patrick Mahomes, it's Justin Fields. Yeah. It's going to be on national television, I think. I'm not too sure. But there's going to be a lot of eyes on this game, is what I'm trying to say. But I still think the Chiefs handle this. I wouldn't be surprised if the bears covered the spread, but still i I think they lose by at least two touchdowns, three touchdowns you know
0: okay um and that's respectable, at least you're being objective about it, even as a bears fan mm-hmm. um but i i I actually gave them seventeen points in this game, so I think they can I think they can show up a little bit, but the next game, like you said, is probably lock of the week. The Cowboys are going to Arizona and taking on the Cardinals they're gonna shit on these guys. We don't really have to say much about this game yeah. it's yeah. It's a shit show. The Cowboys yeah. are gonna stomp. Um, regular,
3: regular season Cowboys are gonna shit on anybody. <laughs> That's fast.
0: But uh, yeah, I I I don't even know what the score is gonna be. Probably fifty to zero.
3: <laughs> Who knows, bro? Yeah.
0: It could just be an all out domination fest. So if you're a Cowboys fan, you're lu- you're you're very lucky for the easy ass schedule you get every fucking uh, year. Or they just bro,
3: they just they just perform in regular season. I don't. They're just in a different fucking animal. They. No matter what regular season, Cowboys they have a chance to win against anybody in the league, like year in year out. And you see it all the time, and then they go in there and fucking lose in the first round of playoffs, lose the second round of playoffs. Yeah. That's just who they are. That's true. And then the, it will not change unless they have Dak uh, is still under center.
0: Brandon, what about yourself? What do you think about this game?
2: Um, I think the Cowboys are going to win this by forty points. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but it could be. It really could be their favorite by twelve and a half, just half a point behind the Chiefs' line in the in that Bears matchup. it's in Arizona. If that wants to, if that means anything to nah, you, know. it's, it's not, the worst stadium not, in football. It's not going to do anything for you. Like I said, the Cowboys had issues punching it in in the red zone last week, but that's against the Jets' defense, not the Cardinals' defense. I don't think we see the same game from Brandon Aubrey, unfortunately. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I think the over/under on this one is forty-three. I think Dallas scores 40 of those points and it hits the under because it's 40 to nothing just like week one. <laughs> so um, I'm going with that.
0: And then the final game on Sunday is the Steelers traveling to Las Vegas and taking on the Raiders. I'm taking the Steelers in this
3: game. They have the better defense and better coach. But mm-hmm. What are your guys' thoughts? You know, Kenny Pickett go out there and look like Kenny Bunda? Mm. You never know. Jesus. You never know what he could do. He's looked rough, uh, Or he could go out there and perform. Like, he really could do anything. You know, he has so many weapons around him. Pat Fearmuth... George Pickens, Dante Johnson, and that defense is never a bad thing at, uh, ever. I'm gonna say it again. Mike guys, Tomlin is an
2: m- amazing head coach. CJ Watt's the best defensive player in all football.
3: Oh, he's back! Yeah, he's back. DPOY looking mm- like. No matter what, when he wants to win a game, he'll just say "fuck it" and get as many sacks as as as, as humanly he has possible. He's four in two games. He's a beast. He's the best defensive player in the league. I mean, I mean he's up there.
2: Vegas is actually favored in this game by two and a half. Vegas is favored? They are at home, so that's pretty much... Okay. If you take the home out, this is a neutral site. You're actually giving Pittsburgh half a point in this, but Vegas is favored in Vegas. Okay. Well,
0: I'm going to take the Steelers. How about you guys? Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers as well. Um, This is
3: going to be one of those
2: toss-up games.
3: It's going to be a shit show,
0: but...
2: Yeah, I... But all Jimmy G does is win. That's true. He's supposed to win these games. But no, I do it, win, win. I, I think the, the Steelers win this game as well. It just comes down to coaching at the end of the day. I mean, you have Josh McDaniels and Mike Tomlin. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's all you got to say.
0: That's all you got to say. And then the dub- we have another doubleheader on Monday. Eagles traveling to Tampa, taking on the Bucks. I chose the upset and the Bucs okay. beating the
3: Eagles earlier. Okay. So what are your guys' thoughts? You know, I, I love these two teams. I love both of these teams. This is a great game. It, it is a great game, but uh, come on, the Eagles got to lay that shit down. Okay, they got to. And maybe if it's not like complete destruction, we got to lay it down somewhere. We got to win this game, pull it out in 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 shit time, seven seven fifteen p.m.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be rough. And It's in Tampa as well. They're giving Philly minus five. It's gonna be hot and muggy. The over unders forty six. Philly's secondary is very beaten up. James Bradbury looks like he was removed from the injury report, so that's good. He's been one of the corners that has really ever been able to shut down Mike Evans, if you even can. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa.
3: Who's that? Marshawn uh, Marshall
2: Adams? yeah. I, I touched on him yesterday as well in that recap episode. It's just been two of them that's really ever been able to stop Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Carlton Davis is questionable. You guys need him to play. That's going to be huge if yeah. he ends up being out. Mm-hmm. I still think Philly wins this by two touchdowns. Yeah. Me too. Maybe... Not three touchdowns with three possessions by seventeen points, but this is going to be something that Philly wins by fourteen, seventeen points. I, I just don't think Baker is going to permit that. I think he will. I think. I think. He I think, can. I think We've seen that. He I think Baker can. and the Bucks but, get humbled, and this defense gets humbled, and they. I don't think they're going to run all over them the way they did with the Vikings, but I think the secondary is going to show some lapses and Jalen Hurst is going to come alive as a passer. Or You cannot run on that defense. Like, but what That's what it's going to come to. down to. It's going to come down to whether yeah. or not Jalen Hurst is going to be able to beat them through the air. Mm-hmm.
0: I foresee Baker Mayfield throwing Jalen Carter off of him with one arm and saying get that weight up. If he does that I'll bust. <laughs> no, might oh, I'll one. literally bust as well. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Man. No, I'm taking the bucks in the upset for sure. But you guys are both taking the you, Eagles if, respectable. If
3: Baker does that I will give him the rest of my paychecks for, like, five, six years. Oh He'll well. take that income. i um. will <laughs> be, like, 0.5% of his income. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. it. I just want to, like, ruin my stuff financially for Baker. Because <laughs> that makes sense. Baker's bunda. Baker's
0: bunda. Um, and then the final game of week three is the L.A. Rams taking on the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl rematch. Uh, I'm taking the Rams here.
3: I don't know what you guys are taking. Mmm, the Rams... I say the Bengals can can pull it back up and and show the league who they are, and the Rams still have that that mentality of going out there being a hard nosed team. Uh, I can't I don't know how you pronounce the dude's name. Puka Nakua.
0: Puka Nakua. It's not Nasua. Okay. I think it's Nakua. I think
3: it is too. Who knows? That that dude has been absolutely balling. He's just kind of like Cooper Cup, which is the dude goes out there and yep. finds space. Find started, he set his record week one, then broke his own record week two. What a beast. What a beast. But he a name for himself. I, I say I say the Bengals still pull this one out in garbage time. And uh, this is not gonna be a very fun game in my No, no it won't.
2: It will not. If Burrow plays and he's healthy, I think it I think it will. I think it will live up to a nice Super Bowl rematch between the two. There, since he definitely didn't forget about the Super Bowl, they haven't no, forgot about no. it. Joe Burrow I'm I'm just banking this on him being healthy and playing. I think since he okay. wins this by ten points in okay. the end, with a twenty-four to fourteen victory.
0: Okay, and I think that pretty much wraps up our power rankings episode, guys. We apologize for that cut midway through, um, but it was the only way to kind of get everyone in on this episode. Just uh, you know, scheduling you know scheduling issues kind of permit us to kind of have to work around it, you know. But uh, again, make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms: on TikTok, Twitter slash X, Instagram, Threads, and YouTube at Tea Time Reports. We're very prevalent and active on all those social media platforms, and we appreciate all the support. Um, And if you've been around since day one, shout out to you. Um, And if you're in Belgium listening to this, I keep seeing the viewership go up. Like, still in our top
3: five. My my grandma
2: from my mom's side and her family is off in Belgium. I wonder. They, they, there's no way they know about this. I've Maybe never even met, you never know. I've never, any, I've never met any of them on that side, but that is that is ironic. That
0: is pretty cool though. But shout out to everyone listening to the podcast, and we really hope you appreciate the vibes here at Tea Time Reports. And we're trying to build that community up, and we hope that you're willing to be a part of it. And uh, thanks again for tuning into our NFL coverage. Make sure you tune in next week for more of our uh, power rankings and our week recap. Those come out every week, so make sure. You know, you stay on top of that, and stay on top of our Premier League episodes and all of our other sports episodes. We don't just cover American football, so if you're, you know, in a different country or continent, you know, we're, we're not just, you know, one-dimensional, if that makes sense. So. One-dimensional Americans. Yeah, we're not just giga-chads over here, but uh, we, we may be just giga-dicks in all that mm. sounds like, mm. you know, that might be the better way to put it. But thank you everyone so much for tuning in. This is Trevor, Brandon, and Logan. And shout out to Logan for hopping on this and Kaden. Oh and Caden. I'm sorry, Caden. <laughs> My brain is fried right now, I apologize. But this is all of us and peace.